0: Thank uh... So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen. This is Match Media alongside my critical in Crime, Ricardo Medina.
1: Hello, hello,
0: hello. Yes, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> this is another episode of BBB Radio. Um, and, you know, we, we have, you know, quite a lot of stuff to, to talk about. Um, in my case, I'll talk about some music, some um, just, in particular, an artist that um i've been just you know well whose music sorry i've just been vibing off for the past few months and you know i just want to shine you know just a light on this guy here um also you know i will as as i promised i will talk about season seven of the flashman you know i mean that 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 um, the second you know our series right um I'll, I'll 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 talk about that right stick um in, uh, with dc uh we will do final review sorry um batman the long the long halloween parts one and two uh part two actually came out last week times recording here uh similar uh we will talk about rooney kenshin the final and the beginning the beginning actually came out uh, a couple days um at the time it's recording here on netflix so you know you'll we'll talk about that and then we will close things off with um, a spoiler free review because, yeah, I want to go a little bit more in-depth into this movie in the next episode. Hopefully, just keep your fingers crossed. Fast 9, by One of the most highly anticipated summer blockbusters of the year. We, we really had a kind of talk honestly about that, right?
1: Yeah, trying
0: to no Out. Yeah, okay. you know. <laughs> on VOD, So, you know, us because we couldn't get to see in the cinema. Because cinemas are still closed because we suck. Yeah, we had to wait until it came out, right? So, we checked it out. On like my case, I I had to watch on my 19-inch monitor with my soundbar and just emulate the feel of being in a, in a in a movie theater, right? You know what I mean, just without just uh, kind of watching in the evening, and then have like the lights off or whatever, just like that, right? So before we begin, man, um, just just wanna mention quickly before it becomes irrelevant or you know, well, that that scene that it will get worse, but you know, before it gets worse, yeah.
1: Or before I get bigger, <laughs> yeah. or
0: before I get bigger, which it probably will, given um, you know who's, who's who's involved, right? Uh, the... Joh- yeah. And am given the internet here, uh, Scarlett Johansson, man, and this issue with uh, you know, her suing Disney and specifically Disney Plus because she felt that um, she didn't get enough uh, money, basically, for you know the release of Black Widow, on you know in in um uh, in theaters and on Disney Plus, right? Um, right so this this was something that um I, I just kind of heard of, but I didn't really honestly have the time to dive deep into it, though, but you know, I just see I just saw it show up more and more and more and more on my um facebook you know um news feed basically it was that and you know the baby right you know it was it was those two things clashing um personally i don't really want to talk about the baby right now um you know for obvious reasons but yeah um just back to scarlet right so yeah uh basically yeah so scarlet suing disney for yeah for them just releasing black widow in theaters and on disney plus and the period because yeah you know i mean um you know everybody has to take into consideration the fact that we're still in COVID times so you know not that many people are going to go into theaters um, despite how big of a of a tentpole film you know um black widow was right Um right. and disney and disney plus apparently did not even get the approval from scarjo to release this film right and she didn't get any um she didn't even get paid from disney plus through their right. subscription service right but um you know the argument um, that will be made now is that well you know more people are going to sign up for Disney Plus now because hey Black Widow is there right and Scarlett Johansson on Disney Plus man like you can't go wrong with that right but you know that that who um, opens up this this bigger you know um, this bigger issue now because basically now more creators more content creators who have their stuff up now on Disney Plus are going to say yeah so where's our cut you know what I mean like like how come we're not getting anything and people like just watching season after season of our of, of our stuff right. So, yeah, you know what I mean, this this pretty much could change the way how um streaming services work. It could change the way how VOD works too, you know what I mean? So because remember had yeah, to think about piracy as well too And that that obviously is a huge factor into why the show uh, apparently didn't um, perform the way it did, you know, um financially. So yeah, there's a lot of things going on there, man and, but I would, I would to, to be honest though, I am just uh, uh, I'm just an observer. I'm just kind of like watching things play out. I'm not siding with Scarlett Johansson at all because she talked about 20000000 million. You'd know, be like, oh, I just got $20 million. But, you know, like, we would all kill to get $20 million, right? But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm not siding with Scarlett. I'm not siding with Disney. I'm just kind of watching things play out and just seeing how it will impact, um, you know, just movie releases going forward. So uh, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I vaguely follow the story. Again, it could become a thing, but how I just think about it is that... Um, you know, if I want to understand, a contract is a contract, right? And look like she just kind of hold off on the whole thing, thinking that, you know, Black would, have, would have do okay, but like because of COVID, like everybody know that they want to do okay and they have to put it out. And the longer the movie stay on a shelf, it is, make, um, it is make less money, you know, like it is just, just losing money. She chooses to do it a long time. The simple fact is that COVID happened. That's the same. This is the, the simple problem. COVID happened. If, let us say that Disney waited, they going to lose a ton of money and she didn't get back she money anyway. So, whatever. That's it, had nothing else. Um, you know, she probably, would, I, I I expect them to just settle. But, you know, That's how I, I see the whole thing. They'll probably settle ultimately. She'll just get whatever money she had to get from the show, whoever it makes. And I said, moving on. The simple fact is that she have almost no leverage at this point because, you know, character dead, <laughs> literally. Like, yeah,
0: they,
1: true, they're, true, true, true laying foundation for the other characters and, and dark avengers or whoever it is um beno but what's your name i forget the other character name or whoever it is. um you know you're talking about
0: florence florence's florence. Um, character
1: right two character right yeah,
0: that yeah. Um, um yelena yelena yeah
1: yeah you know, right so what i say is that the, the character m- moving on you know they could easily she like done not bridge already so you know whatever <laughs> It' gonna be interesting we gonna see i don't know how the situation yeah, yeah
0: i yeah, uh, agreed. I, I really don't know how this thing is gonna play out. So uh,
1: uh, yeah, it's a kind of product of bad timing too now, with her now. um you know, the because she was kinda only receiving and of our bad kind of her, ladies admitted, she not receiving and of her bad thing. When it comes to you know, um the character now. The character was not really meant to be this big thing and then pull matter and they had plans to shoot originally but pull matter kinda messed that up. I don't know. She had to redo contracts and about it's just bad timing all around. And she gonna push herself in a her weird space. And you know, it's the old sexism. You could say probably. Good enough in family past. I don't know. We'll find out. Time will tell.
0: Yeah, um, Colin Jones must be so happy that um, you yeah. know, <laughs> Saturday life, you know, um, season wrapped up there. Cause imagine if he had to do weekend update and you know talk about his wife, and what she had to go through there, you know. Cause you know something as big as that, like if if it was if it happened, um, sorry, if the show was was going on right now, you know they had to bring it up, right? You know they have to. Well, I know, I know
1: the, the thing. The other one getting a little bit
0: of trouble. Oh know? yeah, Michael Chief, uh, Michael Chief, sorry for for some um. Uh, well, was some, yeah some some stuff that he say about um some um yeah. some athlete some, some female athlete and yeah. you know some coach yeah. that um you know is accused of like sexual assault yeah. or something like that
1: yeah, yeah well this one by is the biggest news for, for the week now so that he makes a, a baba joke about us looking bad like here yeah, right I out that time
0: okay? yeah exactly exactly like like dude I I know I know your your job is to 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 write jokes like that for the show but oh gosh like. Bye. Like, the, the, the season done, like, like wrap it up, like, you didn't need to do that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's our bad look, it's our bad look. Hey, whatever, moving
0: on. Yeah, yeah moving on, moving on. All right, so, uh, quick music shout-out, right? Because, you know, as I've been, as I've started doing ever since, you know, the whole rebrand to BBB, to BBB Radio, sorry, I just take the time, um, every episode as best as I can, um, you know, to shed a light on a particular artist that I've, you know, covered um as far as my fiverr gig goes right so this artist in particular would be uh cw france right this is a chicago multi-instrumentalist uh he's a producer singer songwriter he's a poet Uh, he's usually involved in like new age music but never so often he just kind of branches out and experiments with different genres like say you know jazz or you know um I don't want to say chill wave, but, you know, more um, blues or, you know, more like Americana kind of music, basically. Right. So uh, I was exposed to his music. He actually reached out to me last year with um, the release of um, his album CW France 2. Right. So what he does basically is that um, he just makes like, you know, just like a bunch of music and you know he records it and stuff like when he feels like it he just kind of puts it out um you know like one at a time that's like if you go on his um band camp right now i know that he's kind of just making a slow transition to, to spotify he has like a lot of projects on his belt right and a majority of those are like instrumental beats right so but ever so often you know he'll have projects where he does singing right and you know he has this sort of like whispery voice when it comes to his singing and this kind of adds this sort of relaxed vibe to what's going on because yeah basically it's you know instrumentals so is this kind of it's more like easy listening instrumentals, right? You know, kind of music that you listen to, you know, we really like just to use the, you know, the um the, the you know those, those um those YouTube videos that you see, you know, um beats to listen to while while studying. It's it's that yeah. kind of vibe basically, right? Um but what Fi. he does yeah, lo-fi. like yeah, exactly, right? Um, but you know, is the musical experimentation that he does with different genres and moods and all that kind of stuff it just kind of transcends from just, you know, some simple lo-fi beat that you just kind of listen to to get you in the mood, right? So anyway, right, so um, this year I was fortunate enough to listen to, or I should say review, not one, but four projects that he um that he put out, right? So just running through them quickly. All of them I totally recommend, right? So uh, the first one being Peloponnesian Grove. Um, this was one that uh, he put out earlier this year. Um, this one has a more, you know, sort of modern sort of, you know, um, urban kind of vibe to things. You know and I mean, um, it, it, it actually is inspired. Um, and that's one thing about him. He's usually inspired from, um, you know, his memories, his experiences. So in this case, it's based off of his years at uh, the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., right? So it has... So sort of the feel of, you know, just hearing like different musical genres or just different moods and different feelings, you know what I mean, like, you know, like when you're in university, you know, and just the, the, the stuff that you go through and right? like this album kind of just encapsulates all that kind of stuff, uh, whether it's just, you know, just having fun or just, You know, being out with friends or just being someplace that you've never been before, just basking in the the beauty of it or, you know, reflections on life and love and all that kind of stuff, right? So he just kind of captures all that in this album, right? But the, the, the great thing about, you know, this this album in particular here is that you don't even need to think about, you know, what does this song mean or, like, what, is, what does the inclusion of this instrument mean? I mean, because uh, um, case in point, he regularly uses, like, you know, um, non-American instruments. Like, he will bring in something from, like, say, Japan or something like that or India or something like that, right, and just work it into these beats, right? But, yeah, you don't have to, like, overthink, you know, what's going on and what the bigger meaning of it all is. It's just stuff to just kick back and relax to and pretty much immerse yourself into here. Yeah, this is some very immersive music. You just really find yourself, like each track, Um, uh, I would say so for all the, you know, all the tracks in these albums are going to be talking about here and a particular single, which I'll get into it a bit, right? Yeah, they just kind of put you in this particular zone, you know what I mean? And you're just like immersed in it for the duration that, you know, the track runs for, right? So yeah, um highly recommend Peloponnesian Grove. Um also here's the track Should I Seal? This was just a single that he just put out um just just put out on its own right um this one he actually does some singing here this is more of a sort of a reflective track just basically you know just talking about this long distance relationship um that didn't really quite work out in a sense so you know um he's kind of comparing it to the whole idea of you know should i sail? so the idea is should i just stay on this pier and just wait for this person to come back or should i just jump on this boat and you know just go and find this person but you know at what cost you know what i mean um it's very you know nice and calm and laid back and all that kind of stuff and you know the he does sing as well and the, the the lyrics themselves are very not entirely cryptic but you know there's like a lot of layers to what's being said it's it seems simple but there's a lot of stuff going on and he also loves to keep things very personal as well like he's not gonna tell you everything that happened or who the person is but just you know, this was how I felt and this is how I still feel right, right now. This is the burn I have to bear and my heart and soul and all that jazz. Right. So should I sail? That's also we're checking out. Right. So two more to go. We have five piano improvisations, right? This is pretty much self-explanatory. Um, this was recorded um, in 2018. He was at this uh, Illinois University and, you know, he had access to his launch piano. So what he did basically was just, you know, just play these these chords basically right and he just invited a bunch um just like some fellow um, musicians and it just pretty much just crafted these songs off of like what he's playing on the piano so he would just play like a certain melody and everybody else would just kind of bounce off of it and just create something out of it so um yeah it's five tracks it's short it's sweet it's silly point um and yes they're very immersive and it has this sort of very you know it's very very moody you know what i mean just very deep you know what i mean um it's very downbeat at <laughs> times actually though but it works in terms of like what they go it for so um you know very very concise and to the point and you know really worth checking out though but the one i really want to shine a light on is one that I have, I have, i've actually listened to a few days ago um, and that would be cw france tree right um this was something that like i you know, he just kind of just chewed this on my lap right I had no idea what to expect from it. And what it is, though, is <laughs> it's pretty much uh, a love letter, basically, to the traditional American restaurant, right? And okay. I know it sounds weird and all that kind of stuff, but how he frames it, basically, uh, is that... Uh, What's the name of
1: famous Painter? Night. Something he mentioned, night, um, night House. famous Painter
0: night house um uh, of course night
1: because it's slipping my mind right yeah famous american beer. restaurant okay
0: oh oh exactly. I, I know you're talking about i know you're talking about um that sort of um you know it it looks Norish it looks very um nourish yeah. with the um neon lights i know you're talking about yeah, yeah 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 um it's like a diner it's like a diner it's, it's yeah. at night right i know you're talking about i know yeah. exactly what you're talking about but i don't know the name of that that painting though i really should um look into that well, oh, and, yeah. And speaking of paintings, you know, he usually uses like these um abstract paintings night as night you know, night what?
1: Night, hawks, name. night uh, fox, right?
0: Night fox.
1: No, night hawks.
0: Oh, night hawks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll night say, hawks.
1: I was saying say night owls, but it's probably night. name it's night hawks.
0: Oh, oh. Okay. 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 All right. Well. well thanks for 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 t- what I was though.
1: But well, yeah. So um, you might be referencing that in some way, though. like you know, stuff like that will come up in a lyric.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Um, huh, probably, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, what it is though is, and you know, you're just thinking, all right, this is about you know the restaurant. Well, all right, but, um, he just frames it in such a way, uh, just from the opening track, though, that it's one of like many restaurants, because you know, well, how 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 the album plays out is that he will just mention like each track is like about um. A certain, um, you know, a restaurant or a diner or a bakery that he frequented, you know, I mean, he met someone there, they had conversations there, you know, I mean, maybe fell in love with someone there and, you know, things didn't play out like that. But how he frames it, though, is that those places are closed, unfortunately, indefinitely, uh, right. sorry, because of COVID-19. And... You know, he drops this fact that you know over eleven thousand restaurants in the United States were closed because of of, of COVID nineteen, and those are places that were established for for like decades, and now they're closed. You know what I mean? And you know, have no idea what's gonna happen next. Um, you know, as as I'm talking about this, I just wanna bring up quickly um, this 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 popular um, restaurant in in Trina called Trotters actually <laughs> closed right. definitely. You know, because the same reasons too, because they were trying to do the whole outdoor, you know, curb sighting, and it just wasn't working, so it's like, well... Yeah, right.
1: well, they showed banches. showed uh, right. Get close, I get closer to and then where does the other place, um, the place that people to go to all the time, I know they know they go, they go back over there, they close, that was Leon. Um, I call it by, it's our restaurant, I forget your name.
0: Oh, 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 gosh. Uh, drink, drink, drink. Yes, yes, drink, drink, oh, oh yeah. my god, yeah. drink, yes. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. um, drink, drink, um, uh, you know, that, 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 um, just basically like this, this lounge place basically, yeah, yeah, they've been closed for like, you know, for roughly about a year plus, you know what I mean, so yeah i mean that 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 is a serious reality and i mean it it, it just impacts everyone i mean not just in the united states not just in trader but he will over right and we have still seen it right so yeah this this album was just like a dedication to that you know what i mean but it's not like every single song is about just addressing why these places are closed but it's all about like the memories that he he had there but you know he would just kind of remind people that was so often yeah these places are gone just like the people that you know are, are part of those memories are gone as well you know and one Light to your boy Ricardo. Um, it 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 gets me, you know, it, it really really got to my boy. I I didn't expect that an album about restaurants that I've never been to would have really hit me the way it did, though, because it was just so emotionally charged. Like you you, you felt it, right? Um, that 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 album in particular is very Americana. It has It has inflections of blues and you know um, country music and jazz as well too. Well, not so much jazz, but more blues and you know country, right? But yeah though um that that one really got to me i i will say one time um it is one of my favorite albums of the year hands down and it's really one that i strongly recommend um you, you check out though so yeah th- those are four projects well i should say three projects and a single that i've covered from cw france uh this guy is just you know t- really really talented though, and just how he's just able to you know, just incorporate all these different instruments and then just be personal and real in terms of, you know, memories and feelings, and all that kind of stuff. It just kind of puts himself out there, right? And, you know, like, you, you know, you don't really have to kind of, like, Analyze everything that's being said or everything that's being heard But you just know that it's a feeling that he's trying to express And you know, you just get that with these songs here But um, yeah, I mean, those, those four in particular Well, I should say those three albums Or I should say two albums, an EP and a single I I highly recommend though But um, yeah, I mean, that, that CW France tree though If it's if one I'd recommend that you really, really check out It's that one But I'd recommend um, checking out the other three And the the other projects that he has on Bandcamp and hopefully on Spotify. Yeah, this guy has been like just putting in work for like years now. And I really think that, you know, more people should be aware of, you know, his music and stuff. So yeah uh not much more i could say um you know highly recommend checking out cw france's uh, music Um, i'll put the link to his band camp in the description as well as you know um well i'll also you know recommend that you look him up on um on spotify as well i'll also put my reviews for all those four projects you know in the description as well and yeah that's it all right so let's let's talk about some comics for a while man actually the three the three shoes we're gonna be talking about are based from comics right um one the last one is from a manga right a really really popular manga that I'll confess still haven't read but you know the the anime was around so yeah. there was that right but yeah uh let me talk about season seven of the flash boy
1: <laughs>
0: yeah and and, and and what went wrong the eternal cringe
1: that is the flash from since season like
0: four <laughs> boy <laughs> And and here's the thing, eh? like um, I I believe we we we've covered some or most I should say, if not all of the seasons of the Flash ever since it came out, right? Um, I remember you in particular loving um, season one. Um, oh, yes. I did as well. Yeah, it.
1: A borderline masterpiece. Like compared to what what the, what came later?
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, and you know, like I've i don't want to say i'm the biggest fan of the the arrowverse right but the the issue with the arrowverse though for me is the same issue that befell you know smallville by the way right and um i would see stuff like supernatural which i I was i was i was kind of rocking with for a while and then I was like, all right, how much seasons is this? Okay, i done, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. this that, that thing went on to 15, surely. that went on to 15. And this was, th- this came on around the time when I thought that Smallville was going to rapper because I, I, I will never forget this way, Ricardo. like I went in, like I, I, kind of jumped in a little lead to to smaller right but i was watching good 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 i tell myself all right season five is when it's going to end right It's going to end at season season five right because i think there was this sort of big sort of apocalyptic event that was going to happen or something like that and then the event kind of came and went and this the 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 show just continued going i'm like well why though and you just saw the quality just deteriorate from there And it went on and on and on until season 10. And then that finale come. And I was just like, wait, so all that build up, all that build up. And you even bothered to show me Tom Welling in the Superman suit. You just show me a little and has it. That's what we all wait for. And that was it. That was it for me, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, Small movies are sure. Yeah, that's the problem with with, with network television, especially (laughs) small-time cable network television like CW and, well, back then, DW. Um, yeah, they they had a they had to water that down. They had to water down that, that, that whiskey, right? Um, that's the main problem. They have to they have to give they have to figure out a way to get this to be more than ten seasons and, and justify its existence way longer than it should be. And that is basically the problem. Um Yeah, exactly. But is it in the case of the CW they kinda of have less of an excuse because in my opinion I find you can always build and spin off shows and they like just absolutely refuse to do that They just just don't want to they just don't want to like do the stuff that require them to like make more material. So they just have to they just spend time on the show itself. And like, it's understandable you do something like that. I get it because it's like you want to um, you know, start a new show is a risk kind of, but it's, it's clearly the mindset of a, of a pre-internet age, you know, or I should say pre-streaming age television. That's how I just think about it. And the flash had the least excuse because to me, they, they could have really like sit down and make the flash smart and work. And just have it be a core, like, core, like, six seasons have it, you know, work now. The show should have had six seasons, right? They had a plan, and they should—they were starting that up since season one, and then they drop it because, you know, Batman v Superman didn't work out, right? That is kind of what happened, as far as I understand it. Like, to me, that is how it came across, like, what happened? They just, just sat down, they just they just kind of drop it, and yeah, the show just started to stop making goddamn sense afterwards. Like, it's it a real shame.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? But, um... So I'll, I'll just, I'll just kind of jump into my, all right. Level, okay. So I'll just get this all the way one time guys. Um, right about now, the flash is an enemy. The flash yeah, is an enemy right now. And I'll, I'll <laughs> actually explain why. Well,
1: I see, it's a it's red Power Rangers That was.
0: Oh, oh, we will get to the Power just stuff up. a bit. We'll get to the Power just stuff up a bit, right? So what I mean that is an enemy now, right? Um, so surface level, right? This show reached a point where, yes, now I'll confess, right? I mean, the cast is very likable, very charming, very charismatic. You like Grant Gustin, right? You like Candice Patton. I mean, who doesn't like Candice Patton, right? I know it has some people who don't, but I mean, who doesn't, right? You like Daniel Panabaker, Carlos Valdez, and. Tom Cavanaugh and Jesse Elmat. You 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 like them, right? You like when you see them. You like when they do the things and you know they just smile and all that kind of stuff. You like that, right? And show like very, very suddenly knows how to kind of Make you like and care about these. Well, I shouldn't say care. I'll get to that in a bit. Make you like these characters. As for caring about them, though that's that's where they drop the ball. by because yes, as as much as I like Cisco, as much as I like Kate, um, Caitlin and Barry and Iris and them and things like that, when I'm constantly seeing these characters being thrown in situations where I can tell myself, okay, by the third act they're gonna figure something something out and then they're gonna be back to normal. Like, there's no stake yeah. in anything. There's no tension or anything like that. It's just like, well, yeah, I mean, I like seeing them and whatnot. I like the characters, but you, you're not giving them a reason to care. And the only reason why I should care or should force myself to care is because it's characters that, you know, you literally grew up with. And that's the excuse. You grew up with them from season one or whenever they were introduced. You know, and they spent so much time making you like them and all that. So by the time now, yeah. when it reaches here, it's just like, well... Yeah, I like it all there, yeah, but still I, I don't care about what's going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, and also yeah. that's like, you know, very similar to like um anime. Like I would say that, that you know, like sorry, like I'm a bleach fan by scene, I just scene. Bleach, for example, right? You know what I mean? Like you have all these great characters. But remember there was a point in time where it was just filler after filler after filler. This yeah. is what season seven is. It's a filler season. That's what it is. But the excuse is, well, you know, is it's flash, and you like flash? Look, iris, it you like iris you'll read and that's excuse that they keep throwing at you right um second (laughs) reason why i call this thing an anime boy because um through some weird reason right this 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 season actually consists of four acts and they they they, well the the acts themselves are called graphic novels right Okay. Which, when you think about it, is kind of clever, right? So it's like, alright, I could I could dedicate like a two of the season on this arc and I could dedicate another turn to this I could just kind of call it a graphic novel like that now. But, I don't know, between you and me, Ricardo, that will sound very... Something like, you know, in anime when, when you have filler arcs to to slow down the big arc of what's going on And and that's like a trick they just do They will give you like a, a like a 3-4 episode story and then jump yeah, into an the anime. real thing afterwards. That, that's an anime thing, right? Yeah. Right or wrong? A
1: little bit, A little bit
0: yeah. yeah okay. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Right, sometimes. right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, sorry. So, just jumping into the episodes themselves, right? I'm not going to do episode by episode. I won't do all that, right? But, yes, it's understandable how, you know, COVID affect season six, so they have to stop, and literally we had to wait till the season started to get the last three episodes of... Um, Oh gosh, the where where the villain was um where the villain was um the the mirror master, the, um eva eva McCullough, right? Who nice. is still, in my opinion, the worst villain that we've ever gotten in the show thus far. Like I, I thought um oh gosh, the Tinker was bad. Like anybody okay. remember the Tinker?
1: Yep. I it was incredible. Yeah, like
0: like the, the, the sorry, Mirror Monarch, Mirror Monarch, right? That's that's show sure oh. how forgettable she is, right? But yeah, the, the, the Tinker had so much promise, and then he ended up just being some terrible villain, right? But yeah, Mira Monarch is without a doubt the worst villain that we've ever gotten in the show, by right? and yeah, they just kind of had to wrap things up basically. So you know, the thing with uh, with Iris and the Miraverse and Right, Long yeah. story short, it just kind of ends up with um, with uh, Tom Kavanaugh's, um character. Um, well, he's not like the real Wells, but he's Nash Wells um, leaving. Nash,
1: right. As i was yeah. following right, following kind of following Nash Wells. Okay, no problem
0: right right so it, it ends with him leaving but you know in the process um barry lost his powers i can't remember how because that was in last season but right. he kind of gets his powers back because Nash sacrifices his his, his life his yeah, essence something. basically Well, it's him and all the other wells from the other earths or whatever it is so they all kind of give their essences in a sense to you know, re, 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 um, to re, revive the speed force. I'll get the speed force in a bit. So now yeah. Barry can get his powers and, well, you know, Nash dies, so to speak, and that's it. So, okay, moving on. <laughs> so you said he was following that up, right?
1: No, no, yeah. Was, I, was, I was vaguely familiar with what was going on, kind of. Right, like, right, right. I remember last season, and, and I, I listen, I've certainly not watched a single episode this season, but I was just kind of familiar with last season stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They could like do so and so and I know he lost his pause, but he get back somehow because you had to recreate these people last season. That's our whole
0: right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. So so that's that's right. That that's the first graphic novel, right? And then we have the next one called God Complex. So, oh, I've got to mention the first one is called Reflection and Lies, right? For those who actually care, right? So God Complex basically, um, all right. So I'll confess I, I, I am not a fan of the the flash comics, right? So for what I know they usually draw on the comics themselves, like the New 52 stuff, for ideas, right? So I think this one in particular was an idea where basically the Speed Force is materialized as, uh, you know, the, um, the the Speed Force itself is a being now, right? And it just so happened to look just like Nora. That would be Flash's mom who deceased, right. and yes, is the actress who played Nora, right? So wow, she get uh, she she get she get some money, right? Cool. Um, so now apparently now there's. in in, in the process of like restarting the speed force now it have other characters who have different forces as well um Sorry, is is three people basically have different forces, right? And they try and imply that oh, well, Barry created them, so you know this is basically Barry and, and Iris' children, basically. That you know, that, right. you know they, they they try to spin it to to something like that, and it kind of makes no sense because like the powers themselves kind of go into different people, but the people themselves had powers before. Uh one in particular is this um Latina uh, woman called um. Uh, I forget her name, but basically, she turns into like this sort of Hulk, like this sort of She Hulk character called Fuerza, right? And when we're talking about Power Rangers graphics, when we talk about VFX in this show, way, that Fuerza character, you could Google it right now, is probably like the worst looking thing I have seen in Flash ever, yeah. in my opinion. Like, okay. I know when you know, like in Supergirl for example, when you do like aliens and they just look all weird and stuff or monsters. Alright, okay, I understand that, right? But when you're doing somebody who like a human being who who literally turns into a she hulk, right? And you expected me to buy into this oddly, you know, you know, shaped creature that just looks so bad. It looks like sort of like a sci fi original movie. And you yeah. want me to buy into the fact that yeah this is this 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 person tune into that and you want me to buy into that i like no stop it right there right so yeah that 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 whole yeah, so that whole arc is just basically about just flash meeting these these individuals who have these powers one in particular able to um to to move through time he could slow and speed time up all kind of different things yeah. next person um he's the villain who goes by psych he's able to go into people's memories and you know um freak them out with their nightmares all all kind of stuff right so that's right. it then we have the interlude now so this basically is this was one of the reasons why i don't watch a season in first spirit, right yeah this is where they say goodbye to carlos valdes right so yeah because right. so C- C- yes yeah, cisco decided <laughs> you want to leave right
1: i read that but i didn't, I yeah. didn't see right and I'll,
0: I'll admit you know like you, you know like it's it's a three-part episode, but I will I will admit though the the final episode for that, um, which by the way is di- directed by um, Daniel Panabaker, right? I thought it was right. it was really good. It was really good. It was a nice send-off to him, right? Um, but I'll talk about him in a bit because yeah, I, I I don't bring up spoilers, right? They have some other. Story, uh, a story arc going on with uh, with Cecile. I remember she's an empath now, so there's this thing where it's some psycho version of her who have a trapped in some kind of weird mental dimension thing, and none of that made any sense, none that I even cared about. uh, When it came to Joe, who is played by, um, oh gosh, uh, who is played by. Jesse yeah, L. Martin This yeah. is subplot involving some superior Who comes and she have this thing For Killer Frost because she believes that she's A menace and trying to get her arrested And
1: <sighs> Yeah weird
0: So Killer Frost gets arrested Now oh 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 no 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 don't worry I'm gonna wrap up I'm gonna wrap up synopsis and stuff like that, a little bit, Right so they do a thing now Where Killer Frost and Caitlin Are separated now Okay yeah, so they do the whole mirror thing. So yeah, Danielle in the same shot played two characters, right? A little bit it it looked cool, it looked cool, but you know, it brings up it brings up the whole idea of why why do this in the first space, right? Like why why split both personalities, right? And then they had the goal to have this subplot with Sheena, with Killer Frost now, you know, um, trying to bring down some guy who works at some bar who have who have ice powers as well too but they're all trying to play it off like he's some kind of hunk and all that kind of stuff like these moments with him shoot, and true enough, he 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 six pack and all that kind of thing there's a cringy moment where like he literally takes off his shirt in the bar and they play Nelly's hot in her thread okay. swear to god they play hot in Her for for, for, for killer us, right
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah this this is where we are this is where we are right and the real, yeah, the real try to play this thing like, oh, she real like him because she hot, hot and all that kind of stuff. And it's like yeah. they don't even have any chemistry. Like, what, why are you doing this, right? But point is, um, that that same superior, that same police officer, whoever she is, who who start um, getting into killer frost business though, get she arrested now, and then she end up in Iron Heights, and then literally two episodes later though, some through some circumstances, she 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 break out of prison. She and yeah. the other guy break out of prison. So now she's back. I will talk about that too, right? So, moving on. So, final arc now. This this one, I'll admit, though, is the, the the best out of all of them. But that's really not seen much, though. This is the Godspeed imperative. And this is where we finally, I think finally, because, you know, it's so much going on in the show, where we, like, finally see the um Where, where Godspeed comes into the picture at long last now. And um, we actually see who he is and all that kind of stuff. Um, the Okay, All right, I'm back going. in the picture. Back in the picture. Oh yes, yes, he he was He's there, done. right. He's an earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was trying to remember if that was like the actual Godspeed or if it was somebody else like, Because they do the whole okay, well, it's a different timeline or some kind of crap like right. that, right? So speaking of timelines,
1: yeah, well, right. right. that was before crisis
0: So uh, Right, right, exactly. And and speaking of, of different timelines now, um hey, you know McGill Nora comes back, right? She she's there, right? And oh, then right. also well, we introduced the character of bat so yeah um you know okay yeah, Bart yeah. Allen. okay right yeah bat allen you know what I mean funny the comics he 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 comes into the show and I' like like the the guy who plays um who plays him um uh, you know his name escapes me right now. I thought he was good like he he right. had he that's had been looking at charm
1: yes pictures with him online but I didn't see him in action really and I was like are oh, you looking okay yeah
0: um, I, I like the suit like, I like his charm you know what I mean <laughs> he, it, it's, it's very you know, teenage, I like you to know, be real geni- um, Gen Z-er kind of vibe about him. But, you know, I, I like that about it, right? And yeah, essentially, it's just... Well, okay, so they have this subplot now involving um the possibility of Iris being pregnant, right? And he was, right. well, you know, Barry was thinking, oh, so is Nora going to be born? But, you know, when he sees Bart, he's like, wait, so I have two children, right? But then yeah. they just kind of, you know, just drop everything now and say, well... Yeah, actually, Iris isn't pregnant. One, one, one. Right. So, but yeah, these two kids are still there. They were trying to stop Godspeed in the future, but they come in the past because Godspeed come and some kind of really, really convoluted stuff involving trying to find the true, um, the true speed still with the like, true powers, and it turns out to be bad for reasons. They actually bring back, um, oh gosh, the the old, you know, um, the OG Flash as well too. Um, right, right, right. right. Um, yeah. Well, look, the way,
1: where you're, where is where is in this in this timeline? <laughs>
0: Um. Well, he. Oh, right. Well, that's that. John Wesley Ship. Sorry. Yeah. He. Yeah. He was. He. He was. He didn't come from the same timeline that um Noran did He came from somewhere else. Apparently, in Noran Bad's timeline, he died actually. Right. So, it's like that. So he he came from somewhere different or something like that, right? But they <laughs> they actually do they actually bring back Yoba Tornhurst like in the final yeah. episode, thread. and while I did like that, I I like the idea that they brought him back. At the same time I was like, but this is like the final episode, right? There was there was no real build up to it. And he just kinda comes and does his thing, but you're like, Well, yeah, why why so late though? You know? Sure. Um and also, you know, just again, this show and making you feel emotions now and then two episodes later they just kinda tell you, Well, you know, we really that that happened, but now the character back. They actually bring back Cisco Tread for okay. a couple of appearances in, in this in this final arc now. And you're like, but you know, a few episodes ago, you were like, he had to leave and he had to go to he had to go with um, you know, his girlfriend Camilla to to some other state. Well, spoiler, he actually goes to work for Argus, right? He got a recommendation to, to work there or something like that, right? So he goes there now. Uh, oh yeah, John Diggle's there as well too, he got a cameo as well, and he didn't even like bother to explain the whole Green Lantern thing, you know, except in the end where it's like, oh yeah, well you know something happened, i still try to figure out what it is. Like dude, here was an opportunity, you could, could have bring up the Green Lantern,
1: he could have bring it up there, didn't he? did it. Get... You see what, they, see what they dance around this Green lantern? I think that means he get that Green Lantern. They have to see you, tell yourself what's yeah, that's good, that's of
0: fact do it by now, do it by now. <laughs> Yeah, boy, so no, yeah, get Sorry, like Yeah, boy, <laughs> I feel so sorry Film checkers. I mean, arrow and ninja. So, so, what is their him to do? You know,
1: yeah, they had to get a yeah,
0: yeah, so to 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 jump into this review here. Oh, oh, before I forget, before I forget, before I forget, right? They do they do elongated man duty, right? Okay,
1: right, right, well, you follow you fellows some say yeah, cancel. Sorry my
0: brother. Yeah, so, so what else do I do with it? Yes, no, what do they do, right? So <laughs> They had like a stand in there, but he was dressed like him. But he had like a mask on the 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 idea that he was he, he received like these two degree birds or something like that on a case. Cause remember in the last season he was working with this um this um this uh this thief, this female thief, right? Um professional thief or whatever it is, right? And then they become partners basically, right? So she comes in and she's there for a few episodes, right? So, yeah, she was talking about how, you know, he went through to a degree burn, so he had to wear this mask, so he's recuperating in this suit now. So, <laughs> it's just basically this guy with a mask on, but you like, the, the person's voice is meant to sound like, you know, him, like Plastic Man, but you know it's not him. I'm like, wow, boy, like, that was, wow, wow. <laughs> that was brutal, that was brutal. Yeah, so, to jump into my honest thoughts on this show, right, so again, like I say, Yes, the, the what where, where the show really shines though is just uh, well, two things one, having these really likable characters, right? You, you, you like to see them on screen, you like when they do their things, you like when they figure things out. Um, I forgot to mention this guy, um, oh gosh, uh, Chester P. Runk, um, this guy who was introduced in the last season, this black guy. Um, actually like grew to uh, like yeah. him No, yeah, he, he was like really cool. Um, he's the replacement of he's Cisco replacement, basically, right? That, that's right, what he's right, there right. for, yeah. But the
1: yeah.
0: And, right. you know, they had a couple of nice moments with um, his backstory and uh, about his dad and all that kind of stuff now. So, yes, you like the characters and all that kind of stuff, right? The vibe of it, right? Um, no sort of, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I do appreciate and respect, right? Because, you know, not every show has to be you know woke like you know black lightning or gr- or, or grim or um dark like say you know a bat woman or um or arrow right this one is more upbeat right so you can watch it and you know you you, you feel that optimism there you know what i mean like good will always triumph right that that's the vibe of it right and you know at, at times you could come off a little corny and stuff but you know it's 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 the flash right i mean what what other way could this could a show play out right and that's why people really like the show. I mean, I won't lie. That, that's why I, I tune into it, right? But now, though, it's just... this show is just spinning on its wheels. It just really don't know where it's going. Um, right. The mere fact that you all have this 18-episode run and all this split up into four arcs makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. Um, personally, I felt the whole Godspeed thing could have been the major arc in everything. And it could have brought up the whole stuff about, you know, uh, the possibility of... Um, of of Barry and Iris eventually having kids and all that kind of stuff. That could have been established from day one. Instead, you'll come in half. We are bringing this thing up as something that I'm supposed to stop to care about, right? Um, also, yes, even though... Yes, don't mind the characters are likable. I don't mean that every man Jack needs a story arc dread, yeah. And every man Jack gets a story arc in this dread. And okay. some of them are just flat-out dull um just uninventive just boring just numbingly bad you know what i mean like allegra for example a a new character came in last season she gets this arc and i didn't care i didn't care about joe's arc i didn't care about cecile's arc um keithlyn i didn't care for her right and oddly enough and you know a lot of fans will see this right you didn't really get enough of barry in this too like yep. Barry is usually pushing these sidelines because everybody had to get up, right? And I was like, but no, the idea is about Barry. Like, I don't care what going on with the and some cycles, you know, and where it is, and all these things. And, and also,
1: I I would that that Grad Gustin's contract is up. So
0: oh wow, oh oh, well,
1: that chicken. Yeah, oh. <laughs> we know. we yeah, yeah. Well,
0: the West take over. Yeah, and they say they say you'll have an eighth season, but they didn't say the is the final one though. So huh. interesting, interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody did not need to have this dull, boring act that just adds nothing to the overall story. Um, I did not like the, the structure of the season at all, splitting things up into four, just having like these random adventures of, you know what I mean, Instead of just having like this full story, right? And I mean, yes, it's a CW show, you know what I mean? So you, you kind of come to expect some, you know, um, plots going on, you know what I mean? But at the same time, though, have something me each going on. Have something to anchor everything there. Not just have one story and then it ends and then have something else comes up and then bring something up from before and you expect me to care or remember. Like, literally, I was watching this thing all over, like, about a four or five days, straight, and It was it because was, I try to watch it um, by story arc now. right and it was kind of rough it, it was rough because again there was moments that i just didn't care for character acts i didn't care for things i just didn't care for at all that, you know um well but really do i i felt like the whole <clears throat> the whole godspeed stuff should have been the major thing then and you could have just pulled everything else from there even the whole speed force family thing right, Where, right. Wherever it is yeah that, that could have been an offshoot of what's the, the big the bigger picture no, the bigger arc piece but no they just wanna have its own thing and then they didn't want to bring it up near the end of the season and it just made no sense at all, right? Um and last thing last though, them 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 visuals, like yeah sorry the the, the VFX. Yeah, okay, yeah, when, when it yeah, comes yeah. when it comes to speedster stuff, right? When it comes to speed speedster stuff, okay, we can let it pa- um, pass, right? Yes, we know the is the same overhead shots, same shots of flash run, and we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. But when they just try to just do other things like the Forza character, for example, or like what they were doing with the um, the, the other um, god speeds and whatnot dread, it's just some Saturday morning Power Rangers <throat> stuff trip, and it lo- it looks bad, dread, It looks bad.
1: Yeah, uh, I hey, just
0: kind of wondering if if like like clearly the budget going to Superman Lewis trip, like clearly. Exactly
1: yep. <laughs> what happened. That, that said, is exactly they, they, had a, they had a chance to end the show. And they did not end the show. So that, that's the price they pay because see, Black Lightning, they 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 they, they, they read the room, right? Do yeah.
0: Four seasons come in, come out, boom.
1: Yeah, you don't you don't expect I expect them to do nothing special. Though. Like, yeah, clearly the Superman and Lois should go and they go and spend all the money on. Them. So it's like yeah. hey, we expect it going forward. You could and, no, you and, could come, but that is the show. So it's yeah, like
0: and know. and a sorry trail, like if even if you call yourself the biggest fan of Flash thread, you still cannot excuse some of these visuals though. These these visual effects, sorry. Like it's just some it's just some straight up like just yeah. baggage baseball effects, Thread. And you're wondering why in season seven, why this is the case, Thread. Like for me it's like, all right, if if you know you wanna design the She-Hulk character and look like trash just don't have the character at all period Just don't have the character at all like don't just have it and just make me buy into it because it's the flash man and you're not supposed to take it so seriously man like come now man like people (laughs) actually take it. time to sit down and watch your show and this is what you're giving us like they're not even gonna put any effort into that man come on but yeah as i said before this is an anime, The season itself felt like an anime where it was just like a bunch of filler arcs just there for the sake of being there. And, you know, even worse though, because, you know, like, when it comes to anime, you think more of episodes and there's so much seasons now. So, you know, like, when you have an arc, you might run for three episodes and then you will jump into the thing. But You're not thinking, oh, this is the new season, whatever it is, it's just part of the whole thing now. But, yeah, this one just felt like it was just a bunch of ideas they had on the um, and they cut to the roof floor, and they were just like, all right, well, let me just stop this thing here, and let me put this thing here. And, of course, yes, they, they mentioned stuff about crisis, but you would think that it would have followed smoothly from crisis. Like, I, I specifically, like, I, I don't know if I'm the only one who remember this, right? But remember, they actually created a, 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 a um, not a Superfresh, they created, like, a, a, a Justice League of sorts yeah,
1: but at some- the
0: end of crisis, and they just, what, what, what? You realize,
1: you realize how- <laughs> You see this move on, you see these are the Google's computer, look here when they're ready. Yeah, I, I, by the time I see that Superman and show, the way it was in terms of production value, I was like, Yeah, everything else, you gonna get shaft hard real hard, right? And black yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. black like this are them people that tell this, how much they, they see they grease the greasy bottom and the bottom, they worry, yeah. they get they worry, I think about it. And as I said, as I said, with the material, we knew eventually this would happen because the, the problem is that there's no way. You could um, have a, a particular instance and have it clear that Batman. That's the problem. In the end of the day, right, the, the simple problem, the simple, simple problem is that Batman v Superman went off the release. That was the problem. They didn't take that into account. So them thought things would have been okay now. They had to hold the, the report for a hot minute now because the DC, the, all that DC was like in the ground now um, when, when, when Batman v Superman came out. Now. So they couldn't, they couldn't reference it. They didn't know what he was doing with the people. And then now the, the movie people catch yourself and now they had to rehaul haul itself and they did they, they try to get a second chance. That's how the whole thing come across to me. In my opinion, the mistake was catering to that. That is a mistake. It's a DC problem right. in general. You know, uh, you know, DC have the ironic problem of being like they have the exact opposite problem of Marvel. So like remember everybody always thought, oh, how come DC didn't make this shit, everything under under the under one roof? That is actually really misleading in terms of like how the contracts moved and why the way does. So that's, all in the, so that's why these shows be so troublesome. And I thought it takes so goddamn long fuck goddamn so much. to come with But they didn't think, they thought the movie people could have been teaching you if they can track that, right? Yeah. The thing that we thought, we thought Marvel was guilty of, see, and a being guilty of ultimately, right? Because because I mean, of you internal know, you know, lawyer shenanigans, right? However, as I say, I thought the mistake was just not catering to, to some simple flash flashcore stories where it didn't really matter um, if, if you stuff work out or not, that is the main thing. Go depend on the stuff, do your story, if the should work out, it work out. And uh, them, they them and do that. Them, they want to leverage off bullshit. And uh, it, it just end up in a uh, bit, but them still fighting like, having, um, we call it Ezra in the story, all kind of nonsense. Uh, yeah, dog, you know, only, only, have time for this. Only, only write a flash movie yet, but you have, you have Ezra Miller showing up in other people's thing. Flash movie, you know? right? Right, that, that finish yet? only, only still have a, a script at all? You know? What's going on? I I don't
0: know. I, I see a poster. That's that's all I saw, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I that was saying. That man didn't really, really put the card before the horse. But it's, that, that's the problem with DC internal structure. It was always an issue. So, look. What am I going to tell you? Right? Nothing about the surprises. Nothing about the surprise. Nothing. Not a single yeah. thing. Surprises, no interest.
0: Right. And if I got to say two more things, though, just quickly, because, you know, I, I spend too long on this, right? Yeah. So... But, the, but what does really make it like insufferable to sit through, by it's two things, right? One, as I said before, no stakes, no tension. You kind of know by the end of the episode, they're going to get through this one way or the other. If they have it to be continued, okay, right? But still, you kind of know they're going to get out of this situation because if they believe in this and they believe in love and love overcomes everything and all that kind of stuff, I don't want to come off cynical and whatnot, but still, like, we like as a as a viewer you 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 really want to feel like okay like if this thing don't work it could mean the end of everything but when you literally have characters who just kind of figure things out immediately right on the fly and they just excuse it as, oh, well, they're smarter than you. That's how they know what to do. Case in point, you know, we kind of let it slide with Cisco. Like, oh, you know what I mean? If we make this thing and, you know, with the tachyons and the blah, 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 we could get through it, right? But I swear in this season, like maybe something like that's been happening for the past few as well, right? It's like every man Jack know how to solve a problem. Jack, everybody will come out, will come through with some equation, some this, some that, some that. And you know, boom, problem solved, right? Just figure it out, right? And it's so, it's 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 part nonsensical and part oh, it's flash. So I guess all right. Well, I guess they had to do it so because you know, money and budget, right? That's that. And then also to, um, all right, it's 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 seven seasons, right? Like, for, for, forgive me, forgive me, a connoisseur of so much content, right? But when you have all these callbacks. To, oh remember when this character did this back then and when this character said this back then i know how to do this mental like work now and just try to remember wait when was this when that happened when that happened when that happened even right now to just have he you should just kind of start and you're to remember oh that one the character do this is what going on blah 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 blah, blah right simple storytelling guys like okay you understand yes it's seven seasons and all that kind of stuff but don't think that every man jack remember every single thing that happened have a simple little line or whatnot just kind of stating or at least show me exactly oh this is what happened or this is how things are it's not me now having to remember oh what this guy did and when this person was his speed force and all that kind of stuff like yeah. i'm sorry i'm not that big of a fan i'm not that invested in the series itself to have to remember all these things like i'm not a nerd when it comes to these things and i imagine a majority of fans who call themselves diehard not even like that too i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just a lot it's just too much of all the poor in that metric you know what i mean so as you see the return pulse are shit in a fight in a, in a, in a, you know, ten, 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. That, that's literally what the season was, Jen. It just lacked focus. It was just all over the place. It was just a bunch of callbacks and cues. And it just there kind of wondering wh- wh- why the show even. Why, why the show still going on, Jen? Like, it could have wrapped up. And last thing I'll say before I get to return. what I thought the CW was doing with these shows. And I thought, like, mm-hmm. all right, so we had Flash Yadaro Arrow. So the spin-off shows, you know, the Legends of Tomorrow, the Black Lightnings, they're gonna continue on when our uh, when our shows come to an end. But no, Arrow came to yeah. an end. Um, I yeah. think that's it right now. Well, Supergirl's wrapping up, by taking a sweet time to do it. And so far, it's just Arrow and, and Black Lightning. And Black Lightning was just a spin-off, basically. Well, not really. It was his own thing, but it didn't even last long. But the point is. Shit, like this is supposed to wrap up by now, and it's still going. And you could see but the fan base people love this show so much. And yet, when I go on YouTube right now and I search season seven for this, everybody's saying the same thing is your the season, and I will agree too, it's a wool season, right? And that wool in like it's horrible, horrible, and you can't watch it, you know, it's horrible in terms, in terms of how misguided it is, how it just feels like it's just aimless right now you know just throwing a bunch of arcs that you felt could have just been in other seasons and just not getting you feel like this is going to end like this is going to come to actual full stop it's just gonna go on because the fans love it man we love iris we love bar right but by now i sorry but i am just tired and i am less enthusiastic to see you know this new seat this this upcoming season judge so for me rating wise <sighs> Strong Tutor, very light two and a half out of five, man. This is just me being charitable, Trent. If you're a fan and you're curious, check it out. I'd actually recommend watching the, the, the final you know um four episodes. Kedazi one where they bring in, you know, Nora and, and, and Bart. and That one really does feel like it it feels this one really feels like it belongs. Everything else, like, you know, the whole speed force materialized and, you know, the cheering of, of Barry and all that stuff made, made no sense. I couldn't care less about uh, Mira Monarch at all. And as much as I appreciate, you know, the send-off of uh, that they give to Carlos Valdes to have him come back in like, appearance is just like, well, you know, you, you, you set him up and tell him that he a come back. And look, he did. And same yeah. thing that they do, last thing before I move on, same thing they do to Tom Kavanaugh as well too. Okay, yeah, this well, was his send-off as well too, and then like two episodes later, here, yeah, he back. And then the final well, episode, he, this one, Yuba Torn, right? So he's like, yeah, he I right, well,
1: he but that he means
0: Tom Kavanaugh's going to be there, but he's just going to make yeah. brief appearances, same with Carlos Valdez. But why make it out as yeah. if I'm never going to see them again? Stop manipulating okay. me, Flash. Stop it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, in the case of Tom Cavanaugh, he, he play multiple characters, so, so he'll be the show, is not a thing, like, whatever. Uh, as I said, as I said, I felt that they, they wasted a show to me. They should already, like, sit down and work out a proper season five and six. And then I find season six would have been the perfect season to wrap things up. Like, perfect. are wrap things up, you're moving on by then. Season six would have done, and then you get uh, Superman and Lewis coming to recall everything. And, yeah. you know, you have a look and style and everything like that. But the show could have um, have a plan.
0: Marvel Marvel has a plan. Do you have a plan? Why do you have a plan? <laughs> I
1: thought it was a story. Right? You know how to get it right? <laughs> Yeah, but well. As I say, yeah, because, because, but the thing is, they did, here's the thing. On paper, they did the thing that I liked, which was, on paper, they did season 4 exactly <laughs> like I, I thought they would have, they should have done season 4 And they really messed up season 4 in my opinion. It was so bad. Mm. Um my opinion at least. And then I was like, all right, well, I, I don't write Dom 65 and then you can have From there, and then, yeah, sure, it's just from there on Um As I, I said, the show is only good, like one and two, right? Uh, really only one. Like two is still kind of normal. Like, uh, well. Uh, yeah, not, nothing about this surprising. Nothing about this interesting. Because, like, that's a little move on from the show. You know, you know life goes on. And, and then Superman and Lois show, that's kind of a wrap on everything. To be honest, you know, like nobody, like nobody gonna like want anything but that from here on in because the quality is so good. Like, honestly, yeah. rebooting, rebooting Flash to look like that and have that level of money, I think maybe, but like Superman and Lewis is a lot, clearly, it's a lot of money. Looking like, it look like the CBS material. Like, mm-hmm. my mom and um um Krypton and it yes. had, like some details. Yeah, right, that's kind of what we're getting at. Like, you, know, you probably end get up getting multiple shows like that higher. like. You'll See, until they, they, you know, until fourth season, they had a run nine to the ground. Rule of thumb with these shows there, eh, fourth season is always really trash, and then from here on in, it'll break down. But small will is the same thing,
0: yep, yep, yep. So small
1: villages, same, thing, same thing, same trap. I like now, nah, boy, look at that, look at that we're anyway, moving on,
0: yeah, mo- yeah, moving on, right? So, stick with DC for one more time now. Uh, let's finally talk about Batman The Long Halloween, uh, parts one and two. Uh, yeah. This is based off of one of the most celebrated um, graphic novels of, you know, the Batman um, franchise. I honestly have not read it. I was planning to. But, you know, time just caught up with me, right? But I know of its impact. I know of its legacy. I know it yeah. inspired the Dark Knight. Even while Would I was watching watch this, I was, I was like, yeah, this is where Nolan drew inspiration from. And I love how he, he did it uh, so what? suddenly. He was like, oh, that's where you get this from, where you get that from. All right, cool, cool, cool. You know what I mean? What, what? I, I know... Sorry? Yeah, Dark
1: and Batman, all of, the, all of the
0: stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, like I, I know it. It was referencing like Arkham Asylum, and you know, it's it's just again just a very popular um, graphic novel, and and rightfully so. Um, just me seeing the story play out uh, for the first time, right? Uh, but Ricardo, take it away. In a nutshell, what is the Long Halloween about? All
1: right, so somebody. And um, his nickname is holiday, right? Is murdering people like a bunch of gangsters and, and big important types on, you know, but he only murdering people on holidays for some reason, so we will we'll put that he in in quotes, right? And uh, basically holidays is, is, is quicker that just Batman can't solve the problem. Batman can't solve the problem, you are not sure what's going on. Why, why is this happening? Uh, you know they had to figure it out, and they basically made a bunch of subs- suspects. and that's where the story builds from this. But another go wrong, asking a bunch of villains and and, and getting Harvey on the case to solve the problem. And that's pretty much it. the setting up this whole situation of solving the holiday crimes and making sure you, you get you know, the, 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 um, solve the you know all the fallout from the holiday crimes as well, right? That is pretty much okay.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I will. Okay. Well, since you're you're clearly familiar with the with the source material, um, as a, as a first timer into the long Halloween, I'll just share my my quick thoughts on it. Right. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this um, this adaptation here. I would say that this is one. This is clearly uh, one of the best um, DC animated um, not just Batman films, but just films period that we've gotten. Um, I was like so impressed by the 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 animation in this though the visuals in particular so well done I could tell it's very much inspired by you know um by, by comic book by comic books themselves right it just has this distinct Norish look to it like every frame just looks just immaculate in my opinion right um the voice acting i thought was just amazing just across the board though um, yeah. you know, from, from Jensen Ackles, I think that's how he pronounced his name, who plays no, Batman, no, no. to to Josh Duhamel, who, who, who shone, who just blew it all the, the, the water for me, um, as, as two-faced, though, you know what I mean? Um, and even, um, like, I think it's Troy Baker, who they got to play no, Joker, no, no, no. like, I, 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 yeah. I thought, like, I was, I was, like, wondering if it was
1: Mark Hamill, but I was like... Yeah, you're stopping <laughs> into Hamill a little too much. Yeah, a you're no. a little bit, yeah, but yeah, I know it's right, not him i was really doing his own thing, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, thought,
0: I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, um, and that's how the story played out as well, Um, especially in terms of who this this mysterious killer is, though. Right. Um, had, had me on edge, though. Like, I, I just did, I really wasn't impressed by the twists and turns, right? What I particularly yeah. dug, though, was the time spent on characterization and just having characters talk, right? So this is not some just all-out action fest right there's moments of drama this moments of tension and you know just setting up this dark and grim world because yeah i would say that i mean i know you've had lots of batman films and you know many people could kind of come and tell me well no this show is a lot darker than this one right but this one i felt was really really dark and very appropriate as well too um i love the pacing in this uh you know especially how they use um you know holidays you know to set these moments up that's all you'll say. um yep. and i just love how they this establishes will of you know these gangsters that so you know it's carmine Falcone, you i know, mean one of the famous you know um mobsters in the batman universe right and his war against you know a rival gang and all that kind of stuff um and just how things just take what, what I really particularly dug is how how it took its time it wasn't like just rushing you know headlong into into plot points and all kinds of it took its time right it really capitalized on its old part one and part two structure which i really dug um i would admit though that i prefer the first one over the second one i don't know it's just kind of weird how though because i know it's the same story but i was just like really impressed of how the pacing and how the story was told in part one two was all right you just kind of waited to see who the character is um and one thing though i mean this is because yeah i always have to remind myself of this too because it's a graphic novel and because it's based on the will of batman yes they will throw all these other like characters like villains and, and at times it might be you might be like well okay what what this character doing here what this character doing there but they they justify it as well too this so it's one of those things you just had to kind of understand It's, you know, it's not just one story, you know, it's like, um, how much, I think it ran for like about nine issues or something like that. So yes, they're just going to focus on like one, two villains, you know I mean? Somebody will show up, somebody else will come in and all that kind of stuff, right? And I thought that they did that well. It was just, for me, I was like, all right, I didn't expect to see you in this, I didn't expect to see you in this. Okay, okay, all right, all right. And at times I might feel like, all right, well, you needed to be there, but, you know, still... Is the story being told right? I I have to judge it like that. Like this was how it was told. Um, I have no clue what was changed from the from the um from the source material. Maybe you could fill me on on that too. But I thought that what we got here was 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 solid for the most part, and I was just really impressed by how they really went out of their way to just really flesh the story out though. Um. I don't really have that much gripes to be honest, though. Well, except like I see just not expecting certain characters and this kind of warning if the character was supposed to be in it or not. Um, but I will admit, at times, just just ever so, this not not all the time, but just one or two times, so it could feel like you know the pieces are a little on the slow end of things. You know, we like um, you know, we just have to have these dialogue scenes, or you know, mean there's characters talking, and I understand why, right? But at times. Or I should say, very rarely. I would say it does kind of slow things down just a little, little, little bit, right? But other than that, though, um, the voice acting just just kept me on point. Um, the the visuals, in particular, um, the the action scenes themselves very well handled. I, I felt like the first one in particular had some some just some awesome um, fight scenes, though. Like one particular took place in China. I was like, okay, all, all right, movie. Okay, do you thing, Do you thing. And Last thing I'll say, though, like, yeah, you could tell that, you know, one animation spent their money on this one, but, yeah, they did not, not half-ass this at all, though. Like, it, it really did look and feel as if, like, yeah, we want to make this competent-looking film really make it polished, really make it look, you know, as professional as possible, though, and, yeah, this... this this really, truly impressed me, though. So I would say just right off the bat, um, I'll get to rating in the end, though. Yeah, this is one of the most impressive um, DC animated films I've seen yeah. in, like, a long while. Though. I'll, I'll put this up there with, um, you know, uh, I would put this up there with Under the Red Hood, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that, right. And I would say just last thing, though, this, to me, is how you handle a classic graphic novel or a classic Pac-Man story. You know, you're not doing like the, the killer joke thing where you add a certain scene, you know, you talk about, you know, for, for shock value and whatnot and for edginess. No, you tell your story, you make it as well as you could do it. You don't have to add any extra BS to it, and you tell the story and you go. That's it. And yeah, yeah I, I have nothing but praise for, for, for this one. And that in absolute awe and love of this one, though, but. That's just personal bias, but for me, yeah, this is one of the most impressive um, DC animated films I've seen in in years, actually. Yeah, so, Ricardo,
1: your, your thoughts, were? Yeah, I, I dug the hell out of this as well. I thought it was great. Um, it, it you no, know, I, I am a kind of a fan of Long Halloween, but I don't love it near anyway, any, as much as other people seem to. You know, it's it's one of those where it's great, and you understand it's it's. it's, it's you understand why it's great in this time, but I I, I kind of came to it too late, so I didn't really appreciate it as much as other people. But it's a great story and it, it does this. Uh, it does its its thing. Uh, the only thing I'll say about this is I felt the piece was a little on the off with this one. A little off. I felt they could have cut some stuff and either either do it, do flesh out some things more or don't do it at all. Like personally, even though it's a big part of the story, I'd have probably cut out some of the joker stuff to be honest. Or, um, yeah, I
0: like agree. That, it it felt like a like a a diversion from the actual story yeah, in a sense. Parts, yeah,
1: but that's kind of the point. The whole point right. is that it was a a big distraction and and kind of a, a red herring to who Holiday was kind of thing. And if I remember correctly, they changed the story in the comic. Like they changed who Holiday is, if I remember correctly. So it's kind of like what they do with, with um with with um Hushner. Remember that Batman? Hushner? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of hated that I thought we kind of fucked that up. But this they did an okay job of addressing it. What I liked about this is that it really felt like a more serious version of Batman the Animated Series. Like what it
0: felt like. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. the, Oh gosh, the set design in particular had a had a very, you know, Batman yeah. the Animated Series esthetic to it? Yeah, I forget what you call it again.
1: That. Is, is,
0: is that neo-noirish? No, no, no. Um, I have, to, the have a term, I forgot the term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: old architecture term. A little bit of But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, um, I, I dug it for it was it 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 again from a production standpoint it is fantastic. Like product you know, editing decent it pays uh other than the pacing itself, but the actual like scene to scene editing is very good. Fighting mm-hmm. and action which is pretty good. You didn't have that that obnoxious thing where you'll have this one horrible like fuck up in the animation they always do. Like, oh, yeah. uh,
0: like we're about bad blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 Like blood nonsense. Now they they it's it's conscientious, it's well made. Voice active, great. I thought Troy Baker was really good. Um I thought I thought um, ec- um with his was pretty good. Everybody's good. I think me if I remember correctly, I think the actress for Catwoman, she died in reality.
0: Yeah, I'm not, um, Naya Rivera. Yeah, and they yeah. they they pay you know a, um, to her at the end of the sure. first one, which was which was right, nice too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um you know it it, it was um uh, but, but quick
0: question. I, I was trying to remember if she ever played Catwoman in any other um DC animated uh, film before. I, I had to do some research, but I it. Yeah, I don't check, check right.
1: these things already. Um, no, it, that's the old point of it. I, I don't I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, um, overall it was still well done. I I just I just dug. No, we could debate if this could have been two. If this needs to be two parts, I would say yes. I would
0: say yes, yes. Yeah, it, it needed to be. Mean. Yeah, tell but tell I, the story, I, but take your time with it. You know, don't rush yeah,
1: but at the same time you need to chop chop some stuff. Uh, but White White is that it it just is good mob family drama like it. wife um it's not about batman so much it, they kept to the kind of the, what what makes batman originally core work now, which is this this mob story and there's you know the mob this mob tragedy family are playing themselves out and why they, they died out and it's really really sad and unfortunate um how that whole thing plays itself out and they make it work at some of the moments it's kind of clumsy of why some of them died like the, the last daughter i find out that was a little bit of a stretcher why she died however
0: yeah um, yeah agreed.
1: but but um Overall I, I I dug what the hell it was, what he was doing with it, the, the whole fall of Harvey Dent. that works that again, if you watch Dark Knight, you know exactly what why that plays itself out. Um Yeah.
0: Well speaking of make... that though, like like this show or I should say, like what I when I saw the moment happen, right? You you know the moment, right? If you're familiar with the character. I was like, Wow, Joel Schumacher, like just feel to to show that. Cause he did he did something similar in, in Batman Fever and I watching this thing play out, I'm like <laughs> What yeah. were you doing? What was that? That was horrible. Was just, yeah, all you see it was in a in a news report and it just looked bad. That's all you yeah, say.
1: Yeah, yeah. real well, true. But in the, in the, in the thing, in, um, in the Dark Knight, they have a very similar scene. Very identical scene, but it was a gun and the gun didn't work. And yes. they switch it, it switch it out and, and double do a double flip on it if anybody familiar along, I mean, and then come with a different reason as to why he, he lose half his face. And I, hmm. I thought that, you know, it has lent to the testament of why you know Nolan did a pretty good job with those first two Batman movies, right? Uh, you know, but as I said, this was just good. It's just very competent, really, really well done. Nothing to complain about or me thing. They didn't change too too much, they just changed enough. They reveal in the ending you know, of who holiday was. I like that. It will I kinda of figured out who holiday was when he the fella talked to her, like the father. But the father mentioned oh. something. Like, ah, okay, yeah, we know who Holiday that, that yeah, is, that, I, I, I I kind of
0: figured it out after the fact though. I'll I, I,
1: I'll confess. <laughs> and by, and by sheer process of elimination, you could have, like eventually figure it out. Um, because by the time they reveal when oh, holiday is not Harvey. You're like all right, that's it. like I know who it is. That's it. It's, it's, yeah. could only be one.
0: I but I, I they, do I do like how the show did that though. It just kept you guessing who this character is. Though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then they make it work. Um, just a good mystery. I like how Batman plays himself out. Um, for what it is. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I dug the hell out of this. Um, yeah, uh, rating quick, 8 out of 10, you know, 8.5 8. out of 10. Not a 9, but still, still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, right, that's it, you know, to make it, work. um, I, I dug the hell out of it, um, for what it is, it's just really competent. It didn't stick with me, it Not I don't think it was as good as Red Hood or even up there with that, it just, oh, no, right. no,
0: no, no, unfortunately, no, Red Hood is still, is still, Heads and shoulders above this, eh? Just just see it.
1: Yeah, but I, I, just, I just agree uh,
0: agree to disagree, right?
1: But I just dug the hell out of it. I just thought it was really well done and, and it, it worked for what it was. Uh yeah, uh yeah, eight out of ten positives. it is. I I really enjoyed it. Um I had a couple of issues seems the here or there, but it worked. I dug it.
0: Right. Uh for yeah. me, I'll give this a decent uh, strong four out of five, man. Um I think that this is one if you've been a fan of these um animated films, you'll enjoy them. Um uh, you know be we like we've had all issues with you know with these films especially the, the sam Liu directed ones you know yeah. sorry no disrespect uh but now nah, this one just came true with just a well fleshed out well taught out story some superb animation superb voice acting um and just professionalism throughout it didn't feel rushed it didn't feel you know like we just had to capitalize on you know some uh, character being big because of some live action film or whatnot you know what i mean it just took Took this great story, took its time, and just 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 played it out, right? Um, I will, you know, seek out the, the the source material. I will read it for myself, but in no way am I gonna like judge it and be like, well, you know, like why did it do this? Like, how did it in, in the old book, whatever it is? No, I like it's it's an adaptation, right? You have to treat it like that. So, um, I I hope that we get more more films like this. Uh, hopefully with other characters. I don't want like it to just be Batman graphic novels all the time, like give me some, I don't know, Greenland <laughs> or Water Woman stuff with the rate of a softer, right? But yeah, um, this is a step in the right direction as far as one animation goes, as far as like DC animated films go. And yeah, I, I hope that, you know, the next film or films will be of this, this caliber, but so I can't wait. Alright, so keeping with adaptations for one more time now, let's talk about, finally talk about by Rooney Ken Shin, Okay. The final and the okay. beginning, Ricardo. Um, you, you you told me that you did not see this.
1: No, I, Why why why
0: did you watch this, Ricardo? Drop
1: this on my list. I mean, I listen. You know how I feel about it? like action, catching stuff. So. Um, I I I looks it good, but I can't gain it. Like I just can't get into this.
0: All right. Here's the thing, right? For 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 me, right? Um, we, we have to explain ourselves, right? uh for me personally i never read the rooney kitchen manga right? right not that i didn't want to it's just that there was an anime which you know in trinidad was called Samurax, x right that was the um uh, that was the 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 well i should say the american title if you want to call it that right and um at a period i would see well, what was that period i think it was the late 90s, so probably, not 98, it was 99, about a, yeah, 1999 to like, um, for for about a year or two after that, right? Um, this, this was the shit for me. Um, many a Saturday mornings were spent watching this show at 10 o'clock on Channel 2. Right, um, right, afterwards, they right. would show again, um, uh, Sunday mornings on Channel 4, I'd already watch it there, then they had it as far as Tsunami, so I watched it over there, that so was three times um but yeah this was this, this just exploded in a way that i didn't expect now. because before anything with 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 us with train and as far as anime goes like you know it's only really afterwards you learn about the fandom of dragon ball z and stuff like that but you know that was because of people who had cable i didn't have cable at the time now so when this thing dropped now everybody got to see this right and it was like just something that we never saw before like we never saw a, a Jedi geeky um, anime on local TV, right? And it was just so well done. Um, you know, you can argue for days about the English dub, but I didn't mind the English dub at all, right? But for me, the moment where I was like, all right, this is something special, was when that Shishio arc drop.
1: Yeah, yeah, I tell be-
0: you, when that arc drop, everything changed. When the know. actual fight between Shishio and Kenshin start, boy... That was a national event. Like yep. it was so big, Dred. Like I, like afterwards, I used on, on Saturdays. I used to go for you know uh, for lessons now for CXC lessons um, afterwards, right? And lunch breaks was spent talking about what Kenshi did, Oh well, right, so in English it's Kenchi, right? But it's really Kenchi, right? We would talk about stuff that he did, the moves that he do, how he pull it off. Advantages, disadvantages of each fighter, all that kind of stuff, Trent. Yeah. And after like that whole Shishio arc changed my life, Trent. That is, in my opinion, the greatest arc of anime ever yeah. seen. Anime, because never good. read the manga, but in anime, it's pretty- best
1: ever. Yeah, it is. It is pretty good. I am I, um, okay. So I, I was one of those that just kind of, I barely missed it. So I didn't get into oh, it when okay, it should. Okay, I didn't get into it when it should. In Trinidad, I, I got into it when it on captain
0: that's when I caught up. Ah, okay. Which I I will confess good. something, though. though. All right, I, I I do love the fact that tsunami should sure, do, but yeah. they get no points, dread. For they, they actually did like a little a little editing ever so often. They were they were kind of take out little little bits of scenes that they they, they probably felt were too disturbing for for younger yeah. viewers, dread. I I didn't like that. Like, case in point, there's like a classic moment where um. Where Shishio bites um Kenshi in the neck. Kenshin neck yeah. And there's a shot of him laughing arm, um 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 yeah. you just laughing like cr- like a crazy person no? That was completely cut out in the Tsunami version, and I was like, like, why dread? Like, like that's that's part of what happened, you know what I mean? But yeah. still, whatever, it was summer X. I I just loved watching it man. you know what I mean? But yeah, go on. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um uh, I I got into it when it was showing on Captain because now at Captain was catching up, they had it. They interned out once a week, it was once a day. So I was, I, yes. mm. I got mm. up with it pretty quickly. Um, but I, I didn't get, I didn't get into it with, with my high school friends. I got into it with my college friends. And uh, nice. yeah, it's um, not sure that I liked, I didn't love love, but I liked it right? because to me, I thought, I still thought Dragon Ball Z was cooler, but whatever. <laughs> because Dragon Ball Z was more well, obvious face bullshit. Um, but right. yeah. It, Great franchise, and then really, what what really won me over the franchise is seeing trust and betrayal in Anime City. For the that was the yes, first yes,
0: right. Uh, uh, that was a, that was gonna bring up Anime City Two. Uh, uh, Never uh, forgot oh, that Anime City uh, Two. Well,
1: Anime, anime I, I
0: I remember oh, was it the one? First, the first one I remember. Going oh, to the first right, one. it was one. It was one. It was one because um, I though no, I didn't go to two. I was supposed to go to two, but. Right. One, they had that. They had vampire, the bloodlust. I never forgot that. But yes, Trust Me right. Betrayal was like the final film that right. they show. That
1: was the first. Time, that was the first time I also watched. Um, I also watched the the Air Justice League for the first time. Like Justice League was showed it premiered on Captain Network, but we didn't have the American Captain Network in Trinidad no, that's right. Yeah, contracted.
0: we had some weird pseudo Span- Spanish short. Yeah.
1: Spanish, just a Spanish affiliate, like we just didn't have the contract, so the shows couldn't able to see the shows later. Anyway, um, but with, with Trust and Betrayal, the first time is when you get to see, um, he goes to Jero, turn that guy into me. that was pretty badass. That's yeah. to it's you, Oh, right. This is amazing. I forget how amazing the uncensored stuff is. And yeah, that's where the franchise stick with me. It's just such a great, like, well-made material. Uh, and I could never get into the live action stuff. I know I like it live action stuff. I <laughs> Yeah, but, And it's a simple reason. Very simple reason. Shots. Shots and how you how you tell the story visual. All the visual language with the live action stuff just don't work. Right? It never had a single shot with, with them slowing down with the Kenshi doing the slash and the guy in the air floating. You never had just characters just doing teleport moves and this kind of weird shit. I like that bullshit. I like that bullshit in be in anime. Sorry.
0: I, I like it too, but I mean, it was a live action show, I mean. <laughs> that's that's the argument that's the argument that you'll have right because i told you understand where you're coming from though but again is like how i see it though is to the average viewer who watches this thing and is not expecting speed racer you know i mean that they're just watching this this samurai flick though how are they gonna feel when they have that shot like when he um he fought um Show the, the the sword hunt, And You have that shot of him on the other side of the screen. You know what I mean? Like with his head coming down. Can I know the okay. shot? I love that shot, but it's like it's how the average viewer would would view it in live action. That's that's the that's kind of the sacrifice these these shows had to make. You know? But yeah, yeah go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that
1: is how my attitude about the live action. And to be fair, a lot of live action mm-hmm. I and mean, it suck. Like the Attack on Titan, rubbish. Um, death Note. Anybody remember
0: Bleach? Bleach? The Bleach one was okay. I, yeah, I, we, was, we, we still, covered Bleach. We we reviewed still, Bleach, it actually. Still,
1: it was still bad, in my opinion. We had to change a bunch of stuff I didn't like. But I still... I think it was okay. Because right. Mostly because we got the, the visual elements and the aesthetic right. Like, they got that right. How Ichigo just move and how he just jump around and how it is You know, the action and just the movements of it. That's, that's how it is. Um, I don't know. It's... It is what it is. I... Again, I'll, I'll probably give these a chance. I know people like them I'll give these a chance eventually. But I don't know, they need to get the visual language stuff and then it'll be normal. like even even the death note stuff wasn't that bad. Like follow the mess it was. It still was bad. They could it, again, you had to know how to tell your story. It's a frame, it's just frame. Sorry. That's how I, I feel. It's just our bias. A bad bias, right. but I'll I'll have to get over, but I ain't getting over it time soon.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's a understandable bias, I would say though. and I guess probably that's just the the issue. You know that that anime or shōsetsu and manga will always face to when you when you adapt it, like how much of the anime or the manga can I show on screen and how can I get you know the average viewer to buy into it, right? That's the thing. So jumping into the to the um the live action movies quickly, right? I'll confess, like I was I was excited when you heard you know Rooney Ken was coming out, right? That was in twenty twenty, I believe it was. I okay. saw it and I enjoyed it for what it was, but what what brought down you know some some points for me though was that it took like the first two or three major acts because i'm going off of anime right Out of the anime itself and stuffed it into like a two-hour movie so right. they had the stuff where he met um sanosuke for the first time where he met yahiko and koru right and they had where they well the big arc was uh, meeting um you know it's the the arc involving Magumi uh who is working for this drug dealer and you know that that the opium dealer whatever it was and they just stuff all that into one film and i was like i, I, I get it i get it, but i felt like you shouldn't stuff all these actions just focus on one story and and kept it like that right right the one more over however though let me just pull up um which is which is a common problem for, for these right.
1: things right it's a common problem for these live action things they'll stuff literal multiple acts in one and
0: Yeah and it, to, to me this all it, it just kind of felt like you know oh, sorry it, it's it's two thousand twelve. It always felt like we like we were just trying to show everybody hey a Rooney Kitchen live action film is possible. Let me show you. Alright, cool, but just tell a story or two that three or four like come on, right? That it back. Now thankfully you know um when Kyoto and Funo and the legend ends, both of them came out in twenty fourteen, right? They okay. decided to adapt, you know, the Shishio arc, right? But this was where they won more over, Dread, because I loved what they did here, right? They didn't take every single thing from the arc, of course, because, yeah, that arc spans so much episodes right. and so much characters, right? But they right. took the right characters. They took the right moments. They didn't have to replicate everything. They didn't have to tell everything. They stuck to the point. They made Shishio great, that he was a great villain in it. I hated the fact that... um. Cause remember the cool thing about his sword in particular, his katana lighted up was because it was human oil now, right? And um how, how he was able to to capture it, right? In this one, it was, you know, the the rage the fury inside of me that makes the sword, you know, uh light up like that. And I'm like, no, that's stupid, right? Like, come on, right? <laughs> like you don't have to exaggerate it like that. Like, come on. Like the, the original explanation made sense, right? But other than that, though, I loved the visuals, I loved the music, the music, especially Shishio's music was awesome. I love how tense it all was, and especially, like, where the first story ended, dread. it was just such a big cliffhanger, dread And then the second one which was so satisfying, because it was, yeah, it was taking down Shishio, and, you know, you saw your, your favorite characters, like, um, Sato, and Ayoshi and those guys. Yeah, so they were there, right? And, yes, Cho the, the, the Soul Hunter was there as well, too, so... It was a crowd pleaser for me. I enjoyed it. And I would say out of all these films, this like as a fan, I seen as a fan, those two films are still the best out of the series, right? Which leads me to the last two films here, which you got this year. That would be the final and the beginning, right? So what the final does though, it, it actually takes because I didn't even know this because again, never ready. I never read the um the manga, right? This actually takes the last um story arc i believe it was right uh which was never adapted to anime because the the show had canceled right after i forgot what was oh. the arc they had i think it was gosh i can't remember what it is though. i can't remember what it is like i, I know after shishio there was the child of god and then there was these um some the sort fun, of fun, feng shui kind of people oh, it,
1: and, had, um, it was the german knight so i forget the story i really forget the dvd yeah
0: of the I, I try to remember if the, if the Child of God stuff was the German Germanites stuff. I think no, no, so. I think so. It'll no, 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 be maybe something God, different.
1: Child of God is its own thing. Child of God is one story and then the Germanites. Right, and the then
0: whole... the Nights And then there was something else with some people. Um, oh gosh, it was some Taoist
1: priests or some some
0: drama. I can't remember. I
1: can't remember. I, can't remember that, but I, I just remember the, the, the German Nights being the last thing I watched. But I, I think that was a film. I can't remember. I, don't, I really don't know the details of the, the Kention thing. So, it, for what I understand, it had anime. It, had, it had manga arcs. I was never animated. So it's like, alright, that's right. That <laughs> right, right,
0: Ar- right, Yeah. And and this one appar- uh, This one, if I'm not mistaken, is 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 one that was never put to, to screen, basically, right, until now. Um. And what it it, it how it bolts not very well with the beginning. So, well, I guess I might as well just start with the beginning, right? Because it's the beginning, right? So the beginning is pretty much a retelling of Trust and Betrayal. It's the same story. It's, you know, um Kenshin, you know, just being this assassin and whatnot, trying to bring down um, you know, um the shu- well, this bring down the shogun and just these people who involved with the Shogunate and all that kind of stuff. And um through the process he well, during this assassination attempt sorry, not even assassination attempt. Um during this one night he's going after this official, he kills the official. Um, but we learn later on that he was supposed to be the the um Supposed to be the husband basically of this girl that he meets, right? That he eventually meets, uh, called um, Tomo, um, Tomoe, right? right. So one thing leads to the decks and they meet and um, through some circumstances they kind of have to live together um because you know the, the show is great after these guys now so yeah they're there together and they fall in love but you know she knows that you know this guy killed my husband now. so um she kind of gets roped into a situation where you know these guys who are after the, the the assassins now you know targeting him now so you know it's just this process of them trying to take him down and i won't really spoil how it ends right but yeah pretty much it's exactly how trust and betrayal plays out right and this is where you learn how he got the x scar in the first place right well the two scars that will make the x right so that's it that that's really what the beginning is right right yeah
1: i remember that from the trust and
0: betrayal yeah right the final however though is where um Tumoi, uh, if if I get the name wrong, forgive me, right, or Tumoi, whoever it is, right, Um, her, her younger brother actually shows up now seeking revenge on Kenshin for what he did. Right. And we learned his backstory He eventually got involved with the Shanghai mob And, you know, he's a big man on campus, basically So, yeah, he, he just shows up as, like, this flat-out terrorist yeah? Like, just doing all these random attacks on Tokyo Just, like, um you know, explode, uh, you know firing cannons into buildings And just causing terror and fear And the whole idea is just to bring, you know, in, in usual, you know big body going against um you know the the, the hero and it's some kind of personal vendetta so of course is all right i'm just going to make you suffer dread i'm just going to see you lose everything dread and in a way it's like that though but it's just like you know again this this kenshin being the hero wanted to save people but just kind of seen that kind of fall apart now and then it gets to the point where even koru who of course you know you know they, they're in love right they, they don't see it but you know they love right uh, okay. She gets captured and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just um, different people get killed or get attacked. And, you know, it's just how it's affecting everyone. And, yeah, I'll, I'll just stop there. So, um, how I was said earlier how, as a fan, I still enjoy Kyoto Infunno and The Legend Ends. I would just say that just as someone who has appreciated what these films were able to do because i'll tell you what time it's not easy it's clearly not easy we, we, we could pull up examples um in terms of like adapting manga and anime right especially american versions of it right i mean case in point look at uh um, ghosty Show. i'm sure that uh, that i still defend i still defend it but i just do like the idea of the show stopping to explain oh, this is why this character looks Caucasian. I hated that. And that, that just pissed a lot of people off, right? But yeah, this one, for me, like, I would just say the series as a whole is probably one of, if not the only, um, one one of the one of the the rare moments of this, like a series, like a film series that went above and beyond the Call of Duty to stay true to its source material thread. And not in a gimmicky, at a place, the fans kind of way, but more like, no, we know how great of a story this is, right? so we're just going to make sure that we tell it the best way we can, try and I felt that with both the final and the beginning, I thought that these were both solid ways to end off the Sam series, because yeah, these are the last two films, and I'll go out of my way to say this too, quite controversial here, um, these are kind of two of the best films I've seen for the year thus far, man. Like no like, right? But this this is coming from somebody who has enjoyed the series, you know. Even though it had a rocky start with the first film, but I have grown to appreciate the series since you know they dropped the Shishio actor. And I felt here though, like it's not as fan pleasing as it expected to be though. But as far as like this emotional send off to the series, yeah, it totally worked though. Um, I loved how they decided to. Um, release it as both the final and the beginning because you got the you got the last film basically right the final first and then literally a couple days you know before we met up here online you got the beginning so technically we got the prequel right afterwards though, and I love how they just complement each other. Um, the the prequel in particular is very somber. Um, it's less action packed, right? But pretty much if you're familiar with Trust and betrayal, it's the same story, and I love the fact that like for somebody like me. Who hasn't seen um who haven't seen um Trust be in ages? I still was able to watch it. and be like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember that. I remember this scene. I remember that. I remember this character. Cool, cool, cool. But even I would imagine as a non fan, as somebody who never watched the the anime or read the manga, you could still go into this too and just understand what's going on, get the story. Um, I love the character building moments. I, I love how they just get established who these characters are, why they're fighting in this war, what they believe in, and all that kind of stuff. That's that's very much been this team, this this running team throughout um I would say, yeah, in the in the whole franchise period, right? Just this idea of this is what we believe in, this is why we fight in, this is what we're fighting for. If you gain in my way, I will take you down and this is why that's that's really what these this um this um Runy Kenshin is about. And I love how they just express it here, right? um visually it looks just amazing just top-notch you know um direction cinematography across the board though just some beautiful just gorgeous visuals though um you don't skip out on the violence though because yes uh blood is shed though Uh, you know the 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 fights themselves are rather brutal though but the fun to watch in particular especially when it's like just Kenshin doing his thing though and, yes, it's it's not him doing the anime stuff. Like, what he tends to do in these shows... Uh, I'll, I'll kind of make the joke, this man is just run really fast. Like, a guy who, who plays him. He just has this thing of just always running at top, top speed, though, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, Takiri yeah, Sato, that's the guy who I plays get, um, I get, Kenshin.
1: I, I get what they try to go for with that, you know. But, like, it still needs to be superhuman speed. Sorry. <laughs> but whatever. I, I know, I know. And, and alright, as far as the
0: fights go, it's wire work, though. But... It's not all entirely wire work. Like there, like in particular, in the, the the final right with him fighting off against um, what is the guy's name though? Um, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fight it quickly right? Uh, Enshu. Uh, sorry, no. Um, Inishi. Inishi. That's his name. Inishi. Right. Like there's a moment though, like a, a slightly long take though. When you see these guys like just busting moves though, and it's all in one take, challenge, It's like it's overly reliant on wires and stuff like that. Even though they, they do that kind of stuff though, but I just love the fact that yeah, these guys like literally did a little training and they're doing it. They're showing that they could fight now. You know what I mean? I love that. Right? It wasn't like they had to skim t- um, to to work around it with like you know cheap. Um, camera angles and stuff like that. I love that. I really, really love that. I love the care that they put into these fight scenes. And yes, over the over-the-top and, you know, people getting hit, you know, getting smacked down literally with, uh, with, with Kenshin, you know, sword and all kinds of stuff. But it just looks so, so awesome, right? Um, as you'd expect with, you know, um, you know, with J- with Japanese films though Yes, it is overly dramatic and overly emotional, right? You know, characters exaggerate themselves in emotional ways, but it's not too overly tough, though. It's, it happens when it needs to happen, right? With, which I already done. Especially with the um, inishi character, because, yeah, he comes off tough and all that, but ever so often you'll see him kind of crying and screaming and going, ah, you know what I mean? But it works in terms of who, how unstable this character is, right? I already dug that um but yeah um you know the 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 final was really really satisfying though because this is me going blind not knowing about this arc at all but i felt like it ended it on such a high note and really um tied back to you know what what the whole point of like you know like even for the first film i talk about rudy catch itself right him trying to move on from from his past right but you know is this blood-soaked past that he has to move on past. He's trying to wonder if he could actually, like, get through it in this new time, you know what I mean? But you always have all these characters who just want to bring the, the Batosai slasher character out of it, the, the persona out of him, right? That's always been the main theme of this show, right? Of, of the series, right? It comes through across here in this in these movies. Um, but I also love, though, how the beginning complements all that, though, by really showing how much of a cold blood killer this guy was and how... Yeah, reluctantly and eventually He was able to change because of Yeah, him falling in love with with his Gila, right? And then yep. how You know, the 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 tragic conclusion To that, I'm not going to say what it is um, And how it all led to where he is You know, up where the, the, the story really begins So I really dug that, so I would say If you're familiar with trust me, if you know it know, uh, Yes, it's pretty much that But I love the care that they put Into adapting it and making it Its own thing, right? So yes, it's it's the same beats and all that kind of stuff though, but it's seated in live action, the care that they put into making it so faithful to the to the source material. Yeah, I have not but praised for that though. As far as the you know the final, I have to I I, 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 will, I will assume that that was exactly or mostly how you know that manga played out, that that arc played out, right? So but even still though, um I did really enjoy it as well. Um I would say as far as gripes for the, you know, for the the final goes, um, again, not sure if this was how it was in the manga, right? But certain characters, they're going to see who return. They say why they return though, but you're still kind of there like, all right, maybe they're there because they're fan favorites, I guess. But, you know, for me, I was just kind of worried if they needed to be there at all, right? They, they give them things to do, but still, it's like, but still, like, they need to be in the story. You know what I mean? That, that, that's as far as... Gripes go with me with, with with um the 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 final, right? As far as the beginning goes, um gripe is pacing. Uh, because yeah, this is a lot slower, a lot more somber, right? Uh, you know, a little bit more, you know, deeper, right, than, than the first one, which was just, you right. know, just right. closing things off on a high note, right? So, yes, I do like the time and care put into flesh of the characters, but at times the it could feel a little, little, little off, you know, just a little slow, you know, but I understand given the nature of the sort, right? But yeah, um, honestly, I dug the hell out of both of these, though. I love these. These were a great, th- these were just two films just end of the series, you know, and, and just such a high note that I really, really love them. Um, as a fan, I still prefer Kyoto Fūno* and, you know, The Legend Ends because it just took my favorite arc, you know, of all time. I just put it to screen, right? Uh, put it to screen, right? So I still will put that one higher over these two. But in terms of these two concluding the, the series on such a high note, though, yeah, I have not but praise for, for for them, though. So rated-wise, I'm going to give this a very light four and a half out of five man i i see this showing up as a, I could see this as a you know as a double feature um showing up on my, on my top 10 list that that's how much i really praise those films but again my admiration and praise for for this comes from the fact that i am a huge fan of the anime right um not so much right. the, the manga i never read the manga right so right. yeah my you So me loving this is because of that But at times I would admit While I was watching this I said to myself Well would a non-fan appreciate this? Or somebody who jumped into this fresh I would say yes Because yeah these films work as just great Modern um, Jedi geeky films right? Because you know you don't really see films like that every day, right? And you know, they were big like in the 50s and 60s, and you know, with you know, Akira Kurosawa and you know, guys like that, right? But you don't see films like that, especially in this in these times, you know what I mean? But just see that there's still life that could be pumped into this genre. I was like, yeah, 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 this is this, this a feature, man. And I'm glad that you know, you know, the, the, the people behind the scenes, and yeah, by the way, Warner Brothers, you know, you know, um, behind the scenes as well, too. So like, it was like, you know what? Let me, let me actually, like, bring new life into this genre, you know what I mean? Because I'm i I'm a fan of Jedi Geeky. I love that genre. And, you know, like I say, you don't see that every day. So, I'm glad that they, they say, you know, let me just take Runic Engine and, you know, do a series out of it now, you know what I mean? And last thing I will say, though, um, like I say, just right off the bat, this is, like, arguably the, the best attempt, though, at, you know, taking um, manga and turning it into live action. um, And it's from Japan as well, too. So, you right. don't have any... You know american interference yes it's a warner brothers release but you know they they just they just distribute the film right they just leave everything else to you know the the, the cast and crew to do their thing right so no american changes you know because american audiences or what that right so I, I love the fact that they did that and yeah i just honestly can't think of any other um series or anthology you know um based off of of anime that's in live action I was able to be this consistent like i just can't think of any dread so um i do hope that going forward with these upcoming anime adaptations because yeah apparently cowboy bebop is going to be a thing right right uh, another favorite anime of mine another favorite anime of mine is going to be a series uh-huh. it, on netflix the- right yeah,
1: right? you no, know, it's it, again. It's how <laughs> you do it. So it no again. It's how you do it with the with the material. is what it is. What kind of story beats you take and how it works. And look, like okay, take for example the the American Death Note, right? It's kind of a mess, pretty bad.
0: K- kind it, of it, it is a mess, yeah, but but it, but, but, it, no, but not but not an intentional mess.
1: No, but like, as I said, I don't know how to do it because it's, it, the problem is that if it was a a, a mini series, if I thought it would have been okay. Like, if if they got a chance to tell a full story, like, like, let's say it was, like, eight episodes instead of, like, this two-hour movie nonsense.
0: You no, know, one and yeah. a half, Jed. If I'm not mistaken, this was one and a half.
1: Yeah. Whatever. But you get my point, though. No? The, the, the whole, whole thing is that you had to, to flesh it out properly. The main mistake is that they just don't get what you have to do to flesh it out, make it work. If you're doing the hour movie thing, or the two-hour movie thing, or whatever it is, just do one arc or one mini arc. Like, in the case of, like, Bleach. Bleach mistake was that they, they should have just tell um, just the story about how the mother died. That was a, a good mini arc in the anime. Right? In, agreed, in the agreed, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, they just, if they just tell that story of him versus Grant Fisher, it would have been fine. But no, they decided to tell the whole arc. It's like, well, it have problems, And then they, they changed the story in kind of weird ways. And I still enjoyed it for it was, but it was kind of clumsy. Just tell a mini arc. It's not hard, right? It you know, have it be like a kind of pseudo OVA. You're good. That's why it'll work, but no. Clumsy, it don't work. They had to do all these weird changes now. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so, I, 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 so, I glad you enjoyed it. It I am sure people a lot of people enjoy this and and poets
0: Uh but, Yeah, but uh, I'll say if 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 it, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, but just 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 if you, if you do plan to like probably go back into it or like try it, like, try it out. Just remember, it's and adaptation right it's so it's not gonna entirely be like the way it was and i did not expect it to be but at least if you're faithful enough to these to the to the um source material yeah and and you do it justice that's the important part eh? you do it justice which i felt is what did yeah i i am definitely fine with that so of course you know be like you know be. You know, like in retrospect, yes. Especially when we Shishio arc, we could have gotten the, the you know, the the over the top um, you know, shots and whatnot that we love and are put are into the into our subconsciousness, yes, I mean they are. But I also make the argument that, you know, it's it's for, you know, a different audience. So are they going to understand when you have the character position like this in the same frame and these kind of things? it's those kind of things it's those kind of calls that you had to make and you had to kind of sacrifice because it had to look like you know like your average show in a sense know you know what i mean but still it's based sort off a subject that's so extraordinary right but it's you know whatever right but yeah um i would say still i mean give this a look though if it's for you it's for you if it's not it's not uh but if you're a fan though you will totally totally enjoy this and i imagine you know you still have some people that will just be like but you know but the anime did this better and this thing again i understand but it's an adaptation you gotta treat it as is right so for me at the moment though this is like the best example of how to do uh proper um live action anime adap- adaptation again I, I don't know what we're gonna get with with cowboy bebop i am not excited about it at all and i say this as a fan of cowboy Bebop. Eh? i really really don't know what what to expect for it right But I just hope that going forward, do other filmmakers look to this um, series here, this Rooney series, and be like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you do it.
1: Right.
0: All right, and last but not least, though, Fast 9, or F9 for short, right? So what we're going to do here now is that we're going to do a spoiler-free review, right? Because um, there is is a lot to talk about, though, in this, but um, I kind of want to save it for another episode right but um f9 right this this was supposed to come out in theaters down here in Trinidad um unfortunately we did get to see there but we had to wait for a while until it came out on VOD which it did so yeah your boy your boy had to watch this on a 19 inch monitor with his soundbar on try to emulate the feel of being in a cinema right and yeah you know what i mean but yeah um this is the official follow-up to you know um the fate of the furious right which which was a fast Furious movie that um i did not enjoy as much as all i believe i gave it a, three and a half out of five though and this is coming from someone who um actually started really enjoying the series from fast five right i i have enjoyed five um Really, dug, you know, sorry, I really, really enjoy five, really, really enjoy six. I right. still have a soft spot for seven because right. I saw it, you know, the the, the first screening and IMAX and that was just an experience for me, though. And, you know, that. it was just as it was just so over the top and silly and fun. I'll bring up that word later on. Right. And of course, you know, it was the final send off for uh, Paul Walker as well, too. Right. And, you know. Right well Mante, yeah, here right and then um Fate of the furious happened though and while it was it did try emphasis on try to top what it did with um with with seven i just felt like they just kind of missed the mark as far as the villain right which was charlie sterren who played cypher because i got more auto cyphers who just being this you know, I'm just this evil hacker who talks like this and works from the sidelines while all my goons get shot at and blowed up and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, the the, the Tudak, yes, is very, very, very well done and whatnot with the submarine and all that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. But yeah. and I'll bring this up here with F-Tide. that just felt where they just dropped the ball, though, was the kinda pseudo-serious vibe of it, though. In particular, having, you know, um, Dom played by Vin Diesel suddenly go rogue and oh my god he betrayed us oh no and making this thing so serious when in actuality it isn't right um and then of course you know there was Hobson Shaw which was which was exactly what I expected it to be though. It was a nice, you know, little ETs uh buddy buddy action movie throwback joint basically um you know just with some sci-fi stuff basically Um and you know the laws of physics which absolutely don't work at all you know because it's a fast three movie right but yeah i mean for there though you know it was a it was a nice little spin-off there but for me i was thinking okay well f9 is gonna somehow connect to this one because uh you know there was this some sort of secret organization that's doing all these evil things right i thought that cypher was going to be part of it but apparently no she's not so it's like whatever and last thing I'll say before you know we get to your quick thoughts on um you know F9 sorry on on the series up to F9, um, I to- well now apparently the Rock will no longer be starring in these um, Fast Furious films anymore. Like he just kind of done you know what I mean? Because it's time for him to move on. Yeah, because you know behind the scenes he he's not the best. He and um and Vin Diesel are the best of friends, right? So it's like you know what, all they do all they ten f10 or fx i think that's what it should be called and i think if i am not see cause i hear this great really right? degree it might be a two-parter because why not right um, yeah it's like oh well, yeah look good man i i, I good uh-huh. i good i fine you know i i do it black adam so yeah fuck you all right so <laughs> yeah so thoughts on the well from f5 up to you know hobson shaw you know me that they really real job real jump into f9 right yeah yeah
1: no um yeah for me um F five, I enjoyed, you know, for it is. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I remember enjoying F six a lot more than that, and simply because of the villain, like what the villain represented, and and you know it was a real, real soap opera, bringing back Letty and everything. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, by the way, still the best villain in this franchise.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. None. Yeah, exactly. I, I still really liked him. Um, Who oh, it is, Owen Shaw. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, Owen
0: still the best villain. Tried-
1: I enjoyed two things. One, one thing that why, why he won't show is that he, he was literally the anti, they do the whole Dark Mirror version of the, the family um, with, yeah. with, all by having him be, you know, philosophically different from Dom's from, um, character, which I like. And then they, they one thing that, they re, that all the passing furious where this work is if you're tapping into something in car culture. They do the F1 recent thing. It's like, yeah, that is like a, they're finally doing this. Great. Um, and then Seven, I thought, was a missed opportunity. Because my, my attitude with 7 is that I really wanted the Transporter. They should have do that. Right? He's a right. character that's known. They should have been outright. Either outright have him be the same character from Transporter. Or have him be really similar to the character from the Transporter. Like when they reveal him in the end of 6. I was like, yeah, that is real hype. Because he's known for the, the Transporter franchise. Like, yeah, it's perfect bringing him in. And then they just kind of make him this kind of generic mercenary. He didn't really do much. He wasn't that interesting, I felt. And then same problem I had with, with 8. You know... <laughs> she is known for a popular car culture franchise um
0: movie. Rodeo.
1: and then yeah they just the,
0: have the best be- movie of the decade yo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. so they, they have to be this this um you know big hacker characters like yeah let's give us furiosa like give us a character similar to furiosa whatever um that's all i feel I, about i the remember
0: you see instead of her just being in some some beast operations have her be in some car and she just doing this stuff from there right
1: yeah, like have her be more anarchic, like real kind of, you know, DIY kind of approach to thing. Have be more like a, a grounded kind of hacker instead of this fancy super hacker in a, in a goddamn flying plane that don't land or some bullshit like that.
0: Well, oh, yeah, right, right. The, the, the flying the, the plane that don't land right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah well. Like, whoever, like, whoever. I just thought they just waste the premise to the characters because so they have two great actors. They're they known for car culture movies and then you don't use them in the in a similar way now. Whoever. My thing is that look, I even though it might be cliched and expected to do that, if you're doing something new, do something interesting to you. and they didn't do anything interesting with it. What they did was incredibly generic and forgettable. Again, moving on. Uh Hobbs and Shore, I it was neither here nor there for me. I it felt flat. I knew they were coming with this, like because you know, they they set that up in, in seven and eight of the two of them being like friends now all of a sudden and that whole, you know, they they're making jokes and they have chemistry apparently and they're the two biggest stars in this anyway. So like, we're going to get that. But then they had, they had Idris Elba as the villain, and none of it was interesting. It was just pretty generic, and they didn't do anything with it. And it, it's only the, the most interesting part of it, um, the out in the trailer, which is him going back to, to Samoa, or wherever it is with his family. Mm. That is it. That was the problem, right? Uh, that's how I feel about it. As I say, I still think that, that um, well, watching this film especially, I still think that Chris um, and Tyree should, should get together. And Thank you.
0: Yes, they need They need a spin-off show, Jada. Because, I mean, Hubs, they... and Shores, Hubs and is Hubs and Shores. So, alright, like, okay, like, just a little slight detail, right? Like, I think that you should just have just these random spin-off shows. It's just one-off speech, speech. So, yeah, Hubs exactly. and Tejan, um, Tejan uh, Tej, uh, Tej and Roman. Roman, right, yes. Yeah. Right. Te- Tejan Roman, yeah. I,
1: I, I, because I, I thought, uh, like, since, I'll tell you, since 6, I was thinking, well, no, which one introduce um? introduce Natalie Oh um right. Um oh gosh, that was
0: that was seven.
1: Right. Since seven, I was thinking three of them. Right? You do the you do the typical dumb two of them fighting you know, over she bullshit. That is it's a, it's a simple dynamic. You make it work. It's a cliche. I know it's a dumb cliche. But it's a simple dynamic. Two of them, she's the hot girl, you two of them have a little rivalry against two of them but they're still friends. You do the the do, 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 do romance sweaters he the the love triangle bullshit. And then here's the thing. You throw them funny together. You train them funny together. You make you have them bounce off each other. You have a decent okay decent amount of cast off an action sequence. And then the main thing, you get an album. Like the main reason Thank I remember you. The main thing <laughs> I, Yeah, the main reason I remember Fast and Furious 2 is because of Ludacris. Like Yes. Just, that was the song summer. That was the song summer, summer. Like yes,
0: Act the yeah. Fool. Act the yeah. Fool was, was the song, forget, right? Yeah. People forget that
1: people forget that, um, that. Tyrese is an amazing singer. Like, just Tyrese yeah. has a crossover album, you can't go wrong. Like, it's clearly a millennial thing, eh? Like, I don't know any Gen, Gen Zers who will appreciate Ludacris and Tyrese. I have no idea. Maybe. But, like, for, clearly for my generation, remember Ludacris and Tyrese being amazing singers, blowing up BT. Like, yeah, give me that now. Nah, whatever. Um, as I say, that's how I feel about it. It's just... The, the, the franchise is a franchise that they have do more with, like, creatively, but it's still, it, there's a reason why it is successful. I, I guess into a whole, there's a whole interest to, like, you know, to be sociological and anthropological reasons, to why the franchise is the way it did, even though the franchise is real over-the-top nonsense, um, and it's a real simple reason, it I that about black people and brown people in the show, that is, it. That is yeah. the answer. Yeah, that does that <laughs> it,
0: that's it, I,
1: yeah. One, <laughs> one white guy dead. in real life. And they, they try to bring back another white guy and book. Like, they try to bring back uh, Clint Eastwood's son. He'd work. Um, yeah, it did work. <laughs>
0: everyone
1: else, everyone else kind of well, fell flat there. Like, yeah, that's that that the only reason why this stuff works, even though it is over the top rubbish. Like, it, it still is, it have a, people like seeing representation and just the idea of global south stuff. Like, that's why the film work for me because it's like, oh shit, they're actually showing you favelas in Brazil. And that whole sequence is like, so well done. Like, yeah, it would. Like, it you know exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. You know. all right, so we could
0: get into that yeah. debate right all right so I'll, I'll jump in quickly into the synopsis was about right so our heroes you know mean dominic letty roman Tej, you know the the whole gang gang returns, right uh, apparently um well you know uh, the guy mr nobody who they worked with from since um seven uh he you know got attacked basically right uh, we don't know who he is but who, who attacked him, sorry, but, you know, apparently it has to do with some device, you know, two halves that they need to power some kind of, you know, just be able to use a satellite and just be able to control any any weapons, right? That's just to control weapons, right? That That's where it is, right? And we learned that the person behind all this now is Dom's younger brother, Jacob. That's a key, right? Played by John Cena, right? A.K.A. John Cena sucks, right? Um And the the show goes out, out of its way to show you how their rivalry started, because yes, we get some flashbacks of them when they were younger, and we get to see their father, which was always hinted at, you know, which Dom always hinted at from since the first movie, I believe it was, right? um So all this drama going, all this family thing going, on, and it's just basically like Dom trying to track his brother. Um, and, you know, in the process now, Cypher returns, or she see, say, well, played by Charlie Saran again, What she see, say some random guy, I forgot his name, just a body, just forgettable body, basically, you know, um, picks up um, Cypher, because, remember, she was captured by Mr. Nobody in the last film now, so she kind of helping them out while they orchestrate this plan. And, you know, it's just chicanery and just one action set piece after another. Um uh, one, one of which, you know, as as was hinted at and you know suspected for years, involve, you know, the, the um, you know, just, just stepping out of one's comfort zone, like literally stepping out of one's comfort zone, right? And we'll stop there. So my spoiler-free thoughts on this, right? Uh, just to get this out of the way, boy, this was a step down. Not a right. massive step down, but it was a step down from eat it, it from eat, uh, which which by the way doesn't oh, right. I mean, really anything we we're talking about as far as like best ones go but yeah this like eat at all felt better this right i'll explain why um just like *Fate of the furious do it just takes itself so goddamn seriously do you know, not all the time right but you know moments like you know what you expect from um uh, so, so i'm talking about from fast five up right you know you have your tense moments, right? You know you have your moments where it's like, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? You know, be like, where, where shit hits the fan? You know you have moments like that, right? But they don't overplay it, though. They just kind of give you enough of it to be like, okay, if this character doesn't solve this problem or just get out of the situation, they're dead, right? And you just waited, you know, with, with popcorn in your mouth, wait to see what happens next. But I find, like, with Fate of the Furious, though, they just had to go so serious. So, oh, I'm going to, you know, so, so Dom's, gonna betray the family and cypher have to kidnap you know um dom's girlfriend and baby mama and oh we're we're gonna try to kill her and well uh, you know spoiler for those who haven't seen it yes she gets killed oh my god it's so serious uh it's like but this this is about a movie about like former you know racers who become secret agents and they're doing all these over-the-top stunts and shit like 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 why are they just going out your way to be like Really feel tits the intensity here, and when I know they going to get out of this one way or another, when I know they could defy the law of physics, you know, the, you know, just just the drop of a dime and, and get out of this situation. Like, like, why are they going this way for? You know what I mean? And I'll confess, like I I I just felt like this film just lacked the fun. You know what I mean? Because you know we could talk for 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 hours about why you know this don't make any sense. Why characters doing this, right? but there was always a sense of fun, Jen. and I think this is why I enjoy 7 so much, because yes, right. it had fun to it, it had fun moments, right? Not too much, but there's moments where it's like, yeah, you know, you we know, are watching a suburb blockbuster movie, watching this, keep this film, you're having fun. When things get serious, it gets serious, but it's not overly serious, though. I felt like 9 just following this trend that, you know, we have to be serious, because uh, I take a know the reason why. Like, clearly this... Like for me, like how I sort of envision the series playing out, right? Because uh, as we know, you know, the first one came out 20 years ago. I felt like to, to this would, this should have been FX. This should have been the end. We could right. end the series off, you know, like, oh, 20 years now, this is the end. And all right, cool. Now we could bring in all the dramatic moments. Now you could bring in all the really overly serious, intense moments. Cool, because it's the end. There. But no, it's just... Be filmed before the end, right? So it's like, well, why, why, why now we seen this thing with his dad and all that kind of stuff? Now with, with Dom, Dad, and yeah, so simple, didn't simple thing though. The real reason behind all this, though, what's that? Like, what's that? Like, like, the real reason don't behind don't all don't this, care. though, what's that? Like, what's that? Like the real reason behind all this, though, unfortunately, is because we have to justify why Dom has a younger brother, and this was right. never brought up at all right. in the series, and I'll talk about justification of characters' presences yeah. no, in this the, movie uh, in a bit, but go on.
1: So, so to be fair, remember they, they, they don't mention Dom's dad only unless they first, come to the first film. Like, right, I know, I know, right. I know the, the whole wrench thing, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Right, and how the father dead, and how that whole thing. So i actually surprised that they didn't do this before. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was high time. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, okay, like, 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 I, I appreciate, I appreciate the effort. Put into at least showing a little backstory into Dom and who he is, who he, how he is, who he is there, and I like how they compare to him being a dad now, right? Cool, but again, I just feel as if this was just there to show, hey, he has a brother. Let's show you how. Oh, let's let's stop. Sorry, let's stop. Sorry, let's show you because yeah, you know, be like the man had a brother, and it was never brought up at all, dread. So let's, like, really go out of our way to show y'all, you know, that he has a brother. I felt that's why those moments were there, unfortunately, right? Um. Also, speaking of justification, boy, hundred.
1: Right. I felt like... <laughs> okay. I mean, I thought it was almost the, a good answer, like, that, but... Like,
0: boy, <laughs> and, and <laughs> the, the man, like, going out the way, he explained the story, yeah? And then say yeah. like, all right, all right, okay, okay but we all warned him. but we saw you die in three. We saw you die again in six. Right, because it was a it's a recap there. And then they show how and then he see how and why. I like, bruh. You don't even answer the question. You don't just tell me a phrase and just jump onto the next the next question. Jen. What the, it doesn't answer anything. And again, you just ex and you just expect the fans you expect the viewers to buy into this chair like come on dread like okay like if if they wanted to do the secret agent you know escape thing that's all you will say fine (laughs) dread but oh gosh the reasoning behind it boy was like no 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 it is so dumb dread and i i i I just see this dread. like i just felt like Okay, so without spoiling it, I feel the reason why he is here is clearly because they make, um, you know, Shaw in, well, that's Jesus Tito's character, into a good guy now. So we we, we, we can't have him be a good guy and Han dead, right? Because that will go against the family team of the series, right? So we have to bring back Han, right? Even if it makes no sense, Right personally i am on the side of saying han should just stay dead (laughs) but they, they, they bring him back they bring him back i i still don't buy into him being back and the reasoning behind him being alive to begin with though but i also feel that it was just this this reason to bring this new character um whose name escapes me right now but she's asian and you know she's she, she's fine looking i will say that much but i just felt like she was just there to be like well okay this is this is who's who's um this is the protege of han right so we right, have right. to have a protege right so that that's why she's there but still again it's like well but still why why bring it back i don't understand right speaking about characters who who come back by um what was was the was for funny person Right, was there, was there a reason to bring back Lucas Black in this...
1: Oh, God, man. <laughs> was,
0: was there a reason w- to bring back Fat Bow Wow? Uh, sorry, I, I don't call him Fat Bow because he's fat. Like, I know he fit. I know that, right? But compared yeah. to how he looked, like, years ago in Tokyo Drift, the man put on size. The, man, the man's a father. Like, he does not look the way how he looked in Tokyo Drift. God damn it. He's yeah. there. And they had another other guy who was there, and I was like... um, I didn't even know who he was right like I I, probably he was I think he was in Tokyo Drift but for the life of me I can't remember this guy Drift I find it was just so annoying and like he didn't need to be there Drift so as a whole those three characters did not need to be in the show at all and the reasoning behind it what they give them to do Drift was just rubbish and no it was to set up the thing with with, uh, with, uh, with Tej and Roman that's all Uh you'll see but again it's like why though like it makes no sense
1: in my opinion, this is the best the movie at itself. Cash on the robot being, you know, having their would show. Like
0: seriously they should get it with you. Oh, well, well, right. Well with them, okay. So for yeah, I mean, it's not even a spoiler now. Them in space. Yes, yes, it's it's worth it now. And I like how they 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 set it up so well though with, with uh with Roman basically being all meta and saying, you know, like dude, we survive all this all this shit, right? So we, we, we can't be normal, we had to be like superhuman or something like that. I love that. I love that. I, I I didn't really dig, you know, Tej kinda cuts them down and saying, Boy, well, you and real shit, you know, that kinda thing. I, I didn't like that. But still somebody had to call it out though. And I like that right. it was Roman, the guy that people think is the most annoying figure in the series. Yeah. Yeah. He called yeah. it he called it out. And yeah. it's like about <laughs> it's about yeah. time though, you know what I mean? I already dug that. But still like oh always what we will see is how how they get to space Involves you know Lucas Black and Bauer <laughs> and them. There. But yeah, I was yeah. like, but that's what that is what all they're doing to, to 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 keep busy. That is what they're doing. It makes no sense, right? Um. Also, let's wrap it up, right? Also, Cipher they underuse her yet again. Right. She's barely in the show. She she didn't even need to be there. Yeah.
1: Because
0: I didn't even know that this random. Yes, is, sorry, this this random European billionaire bad guy was going to be like the middleman or some kind of thing. I didn't know it was gonna be like that. So why not just have it be him and Cena? Can they work it together, right? But right. do we bring it Cypher because you know we have to follow up from from, from um from F eight, right? And Listen, I'll talk about I'll talk about John Cena afterwards, but this go on.
1: Is the same mistake they make with um oh gosh, the villain from uh, Mission Impossible. Same mistake.
0: All oh, right, 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 Where he was so prominent in the first film and right. in the second film, he's right. literally in a cage. Just yeah, yeah. talking
1: great, yeah. great and right. So I thought he was great in, in in um in Rogue Nation. Loved I actually really liked him in Rogue, Rogue Nation. Me too. Then,
0: he, yeah, he was a great villain and then Fallout he's just a man in a cage. Just, and they
1: decided decide, you know. decide to bring him back and they bring him back for dumb people. and all they had to do is just have him be like in the in the background and just have um Henry Cavill's character be, you know, his disciple. That's it. Don't bring him back. Like have Henry Cavill be his disciple or be a bunch of them working for him, whatever it is. Same problem. They decide to bring her in. She served no purpose. She does there because she have a contract. That that's how we come across.
0: Right, right, exactly. Um, speaking of, of Cena though, I have no problem with Cena at all. All right. I, I do like how he, you know, got into the bad guy role, though. But I felt we could have gotten more of him. There were there was moments, especially in the second act where he was barely there. I felt it really could have expanded on the rivalry, the the real rage, you know, that that um he was feeling for, you know, his older brother and vice versa. Too. I felt right. it could have capitalized on that. But no, it was just all set up for all these big set pieces, which I'll get to afterwards, and not enough of the big rivalry. Like, you know, like I was hoping that we could uh, get something along the vein of like um like when Dom met um Met Hubs for the first time, right, in, first, in Fast Five. We didn't even get something off that level, Dred. We just get like a little fight and, you know, circumstances happened. That's all you'll we'll say. We'll leave that for the spoiler review, which... Uh, I'll leave that for the spoiler review, right? Uh, anyway. Um, and last thing, though, as far as the action scenes go, yes, they're over the top, they're silly, and all that kind of stuff. But here's the problem, though. I felt that the trailers spoiled everything, dread. I felt right. so. So when i watch watching these scenes, it's just like, well... If, I know, I, I know, I know this 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 big vehicle gonna flip in the air. I know about the magnets. I know about this. I seen that. I felt the trailers spoiled too much, right, unfortunately. Like you do get a few other scenes of insanity, right? Because yes, it's it's visual insanity. It's so over the top. It's a cartoon now, right? Yeah. Um, even right now to the whole cars and thing that we will have now, like I, yeah, like what I see does it's like well.
1: Yeah. Because thinking, I didn't bother me mean,
0: because it was the beginning of the movie. It was pretty early. Um, yeah, but still, but I, 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 I felt I, like we shouldn't have seen any trailer, man. Like, they gave yeah. away too gave much. Away. It's almost like the show itself. And I think a um, uh, friend of mine in, on on Facebook said the same thing. Like, you know, like the, the show or the producers whoever would cut for the show. So, we had to throw as much action into it for you to buy into this thing. You know what I mean? Um, That's just last Rats, right? And, um, but the problem with those scenes, though, is that... Because you know physics do not matter. Now it's just like, well, you know somehow they're gonna get out of this somehow. So you know, see if literally there is a scene where Um, where Letty and and Dharma in a car and it crashes and it topples over. And they not now they I know yeah all this talk about driving safe nobody rocking seatbelts in this show right? But that's just yeah. me being old me right? Whatever right? But, but still the the, the yeah. car crash up a dread and they come out no. Scratches his dog. No,
1: no, yes, you yes, think with that, right? Stuff like that, those super bottom but I felt, I feel at this point, given all the insane bullshit we see so far, the car does have, like, some kind of really special magical roll cage or something like that to the car, so, like, no matter <laughs> how no much you flip, like, like some kind of gyro, you know, something that balance them off so they, so they don't have to worry about g-forces or something like that. wait. Anyway, right.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Fast and Furious are complaining about physics. Physics you know, are built don't take off and go home long time
0: with physics. Yeah, but the problem with with those with those scenes though is just that they just come off as just set pieces, just you yes. know, visuals and you know, characters flipping in the air and all that kind of stuff. There's no real tension to these scenes now. I mean right. yes, they're fun to watch and you know, you could laugh at it and and think, but you don't feel any real weight or any tension with it, right? And that's why for me though, I felt like they just clash so hard though with these dramatic moments, right? Cause he had a really cool dramatic with it, now you know what I mean? And I wanna understand it just just to wrap up though, if this was the final one. But no, this is just the this is just the the the, the penultimate film hopefully before before um things wrap up now. So right. in closing, um I felt like this uh, in retrospect, we should not have gotten Hobbs and Shaw. That, that should have been F9 And this should have been 10 And you know You want to Drive the whole family team home So let Yeah Let let, let the big Final boss now Literally be Your flesh and blood Right For better fools Right And let that be it Right And then just End things off on a high you know? But no it's just yeah, you know, what I mean, we just go into the motions, but you know, don't don't worry. The next film, next film, that that's when you're really gonna feel things, right? So it just felt literally like I was watching a filler episode of of you know the series. But, I mean, it's still fun to watch. You still get your 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 money's worth and all that, though. But still, it just kind of felt like, you know, just just it literally spinning its wheels, man. You know what I mean, not really doing anything different, in my opinion. Right, so your thoughts and well, when you wrap up, you could do get to read, and I'll get to read. So, yeah, spoiler-free thoughts. Uh,
1: yeah, no, uh, yeah. For me, you you, you kind of line up with what I, I line up with with the whole thing. I, it's the same same attitude. I don't have a, a big problem with any of this, in but it is a step down, it, and there's more problem with it. It's a it's a slow step step down. Like you know, six a little worse than five, and then seven a little worse than six, and eight a little worse than than, eight than seven and so on and then nine had a been a little worse than this one and i a
0: will i confess though yes you you are right though like like since five do yeah, yeah the kind of franchise dip. does dip a little bit though i'll confess it's even bit, though yeah. i really do enjoy seven i will admit yeah it, it does dip
1: yeah right and and that, that is what kind of my whole issue with this, that I felt the, 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 for a franchise that should be stepping up um it's only stepping down and it, it could it it could I, I felt they could have been like making I don't know what to do but it it just makes sense of it it's a franchise that they need a different type of director and they need to make sense of it in, in that sense and that is no problem I don't know I, I that's how I feel about it I it, it did not bother me too too much because I expected it to be much weaker than the first one um than than the last one sorry that you know it's like uh, I expected it for what it is that's how that's my whole attitude I it did not bother me it's goofy, the action sequence is going to be well better thought out. That's the problem. Somebody needs to sit down and just make it zany and have a an alright script. Like they need, they're missing that talent. Because really, they coming across like this, they're just um, going through the motions in terms of a story. Cut the fat, make it work. Look, you know, the next spin-off should be Roman and Ted or whatever it is, right? Do that, save it work, make it funny. That's another problem I have with this. It's a lot less, a lot less funny. As you say, why does they bring in all this seriousness all of a sudden? You know, with this, I, as a final film, you're, you're right. But with this, we will see. Well, uh, John Cena was surprisingly flat in this. I really thought that he could work because he's a funny guy,
0: right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Pretty, pretty funny guy for, for what he is, right? And I really felt they kind of make him a lot, a lot funny. Like Jason Statham should have been the serious character, but they make Jason Statham the funny guy. Eh, I find it just feel everything just kind of mixed up and, and in the wrong place uh, of, of, how to make this franchise work a lot better, in my opinion. But eh, they're still making the money, so uh, whatever. Moving on. Um, that's how I feel about it. I don't know. Well, I forget. why I give them a score to to eight, but it's like one point up under that. <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. Um right. yeah, I, I think I gave eight, like a seven out of ten. So this get like a six out of ten. I, it was it was fine. It was like I th- I really thought it would be like complete trash and some We some fucking time bullshit. But it's like eh, don't and it's only because of, of, of Tesh and Roman. Like, they really saved it, in my opinion. They really saved it. Dom getting a little flat, you know, to be honest. Um, again, kind of tired of Dumb. You know, how many arcs are going to give Dom Like, to me, Dom's final arc with the kid was okay. But after that, it's like, uh, what else they going to do, though? And, and I knew they had to, a lot of stuff with Dom they had to address going forward. Like, they suffered his dad. Like, you know, I would not be fucking surprised if they bring the dad back, you know, for the next movie. Like, the dad's still alive, somehow. Oh, that, w-
0: that would be something, though. <laughs> and,
1: they go, and then they're going to they go cast some badass old actor for it. I don't know who they will get, but they'll they cast somebody, and it's like, boy, he could have been, he's dumb dad, boy, that one look like dumb dad. Whatever. That's that what I feel you like going for. it. Personally, I find the franchise should just go go to the moon, like, probably literally. Like, just go zany with it, get the Transformers, you know, crossover with um, Jurassic Park or some bullshit like that at this point. I really don't care. Like I really don't care at this point. You know, it had, it had a franchise called Catlax and Dinosaurs. Yeah, just make, make that but but have have them driving in that shit. Like yeah. it it stopped taking itself seriously. And you need they need to like give like give up any pretense of seriousness. All of this stuff with Dom and brother I really couldn't couldn't take seriously after these these movies being so very tough. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. I don't know, six out of ten. Moving on. All
0: right. Well for me. Decent or strong 3 out of 5, man. It was I, It was I right. right for what it is. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild distraction, you know, from, from all the, you know, all the bullshit of the world and all that kind of stuff, though. Um, but, I don't know, but I just feel like you know, I, I don't want to say like if the franchise is, you know, just running out of juice. Uh, but, you know, we're supposed to get the last one, right? I just felt like they, they really clearly even to, 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 to just hit us with that last one. Uh, but it just really needs to find that right balance to be between you know the, the the silliness of you know all these calf uh um, calf stunts and all these kind of things with the you know the team of family and what it means to be a family and sacrifice all that kind of stuff right just need to find that that proper balance to and I felt like with this one and like the last one in particular way, they just go in, in this sort of super serious direction which is not clicking with me at all but um hey here's hoping that uh that they really do end things off on a high note i i personally think this this franchise should have ended this year um but you know COVID happened but no i i wouldn't even blame COVID. i would actually blame the studio itself because you know they just want to make a shit on the cash oh, just want to make more cash over this because you know making a on the cash as is but you know i just felt like you know it's just like all right we we do we think for 20 years guys let me just end, end it off one time but nope People still love these shows. I I I don't see they shouldn't. I, I I do enjoy these shows, right? Um, but for me, pussy, I really think that this is like the the wind down period. Like okay, like this is where we really need to to wrap things up, though. But hey, literally, the sky's the limit for this one. So you know, for all we know, literally, there will be crossovers with you know Jurassic Park. Maybe not so much Transformers, because that's a paramount really our uh, property. But hey, it it could happen. Yeah? There, it, it could happen. So. <sighs> anyway, well, hopefully with 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 FX we should get a proper 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 set off though. But for now, I mean, it is what it is, man. So if you are fan, check it out. If you gave up on the franchise years ago, yeah, this won't do anything for you at all, man.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So with all that being said, Ricardo, where can you find you online?
1: I have a sad at R on Twitter, and you can find me the same Ricardo Do You can find
0: me. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Bailey BBB. On Instagram, you can find me at MattBaileyBBB as well. On Facebook, just look for my name, Matt Bailey, along with A Black Blog, Official Fanbase, where you find a link to this podcast, as well as the ones that we've done as BSB to Bailey over the past six and a half seasons, roughly, including retrospect reviews. And, of course, you know, if you just check the description, you'll, you know, you just find the, basically the link tree where you find, you know, sites where you can listen to the podcast. And, of course, where you can reach out to me as far as my, you know, five again goes. That's, you know, just music reviews. So that's uh, music, uh, music videos, and, you know, short film reviews as well. Right. Uh, so stuff to look forward to quickly before we part ways uh we still have you know uh you know star wars the bad match um that's wrapping up in the middle of this week i uh, sorry middle of the um, this month as the month now started uh right. we have what if to look forward to really excited for that um apparently critics get to see in the first two or three episodes i wish we could see the first two three episodes but i don't think they're gonna happen because you know we suck <laughs> um, jungle cruise we we haven't got around to, to talking about that so uh we will talk about that in the next episode uh, along with a spoiler review for probably the most anticipated film of this month, Hands Down by The Suicide Squad. Boy. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for this, though. I am expecting this show to to literally, to, you know, as everybody seen it, to be, you know, the best DCEU movie thus far. Because right now, for me, the, the best one is Wonder Woman. And that's not really saying that much, but whatever Woman was great, you know what I mean? that so that's why it's there. But I really think that this one is going to just be a beast, and I'm so excited for it, right? So yeah, um, those you can look forward to. And of course, you know, Superman Lois, once that wraps up, you know, we'll talk about that as well. And yeah, whatever dope stuff is worth, you know, talking about, whatever intrig- intriguing stuff is worth talking about, whether it be in movies or music or TV, or whatever, you know, you, you can expect us to at least, you know, shine a light on it, right? and yeah that's pretty much about it so what's good guys good morning good afternoon good evening good night whatever this is this was matchy bailey and
1: ricardo medina
0: and we are signing off from another episode of bbb radio so until the next one take care stay safe in the doubt peace